beyond the hate but there's some stuff about the newer star wars that i wouldn't say that we hate but that we were severely disappointed or disliked <laughs> yeah uh, so i don't know there's anything about the newer star wars that we just completely hate um i can't think of anything i outright hate the only thing that might be close is uh, them bringing wait, the palpatine on the new Star Wars. There's nothing that you outright hate about the new Star the Wars? The only thing that I would say that would probably maybe be considered hate, I guess, is them just forcibly putting Palpatine back. Like, oh, look, he's magically alive again. So, from the first two movies, you had no problems with either one of those until the third one? Well, I'm not saying that I didn't have, like, issues with stuff, but hate's, like, a whole other level. True. Does it make you cringe when you watch it? I mean, some things, yeah, yeah, like, you know, but I wouldn't say that it's like the, the whole thing where it's like, hey, we don't have a Death Star this time. This time we have a planet with a big fucking weapon on it. And it's like, it's that's still a, a fucking cringe. Death Star. That's still a little cringeworthy. So I, I probably hate that. <laughs> I also hate the Star fact Killer they base. killed General Hawks like a bitch. So I hate that. Um, and he's just magically the I dude that turns coat. Yeah, the Kylo uh, Ben Solo kiss. I hate that. Uh, <laughs> or you mean um, you mean Ray and yeah, Ray and Ray and, Ray and uh, ben, ben yeah kiss because that makes no sense. <laughs> um, they just did that for fan service. They're like. Well, we gotta have what something fans? in here. What fans are like, you know what? The Raylo fans that were like Raylo and Irene, uh, Kylo and Ray must fuck. They must fuck in this next yeah, movie. Yeah, so this, <laughs> this is JJ Abrams. Well, they didn't fuck. They just they, they kissed just kissed. They that's that's but, almost like sex in Disney movies. I guess. <laughs> uh, if you kiss, you basically been, fuck. It would have been like the Russo's brothers being like, uh, giving in to the the the, the fetishes of. Uh, you know, about uh, Bucky and Captain America. And it's like, they're gay for each other. Make them gay. And then like the next movie, they're like, well, they're a gay couple now. Which, you know, wouldn't have been a problem. But you can't you can't do that just based off freaking fan fiction. <laughs> which is how J.J. wrote his entire script. Right. And, well, and that's the thing. It's like, because there was people that were like, well, maybe raise a Palpatine. And... And then, you know, all the stuff, I guess, apparently got back to JJ. I can't think of anything better. I can't think of anything better to do. And we would be able to bring Ian McDiarmid back. He's pretty cool. And then what we'll do is because all these these women and stuff are like, you know... Uh, she she's gonna turn Ben around with her love, and she's gonna redeem him and turn him back to the light side. We'll do that because I don't think we could really do anything else with Ben. He's kind of a shit character, so we'll just we'll just have him be like yeah, a not, not boyfriend. The second type. best character in all the new <laughs> Star Wars. Oh man! But that's why this is not like a traditional Beyond the Hate episode because there were stuff about the new Star Wars that that we didn't like or that we just outright just was like fuck this this is stupid 
Yeah, um, we, we, we hated some of the stuff. Right. So, you know, this is, uh, you know... This is just kind of like a just a giant rant, ramble kind yeah, of thing. So, we... There's no structure to this. Yeah, so we, we kind of feel some problems. Also, uh, rest in peace, Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Um, for those movies and, and our <laughs> things that you did. Right. Um... Yeah, you were a fucking uh, weird ass dude, and you made probably two of the weirdest Batman movies ever. But uh, you know, great. I mean, one one out of one's not bad. Yeah, you you got half of them right. Yeah, um, you guys can figure out which one it is. It's the Val Kilmer one, right? Uh, it's the one that oh, doesn't shit. feature I, on the I Bat spoiled. credit card. <laughs> I spoiled that one for y'all. Huh? Yeah, it's definitely the Val Kilmer one. Right, and uh, black and silver suits and ice skates and their fucking boots and stuff. And look. I I I I love George. <coughs> oh God! <laughs> I thought you were choking because I said I love George Clooney. You're like, oh <laughs> no! The fucking uh, the peach schnapps caught me like all off guard. <laughs> oh, oh, you heard John cannot handle the peach. Uh, uh, what kind of peach are we talking about? <laughs> The peach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good with that peach. This is the Kaipo, man. That shit caught me off guard. Uh, <laughs> uh. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on about Star Wars now, and we'll see where that goes. But Yes, because we're going to talk about this whole Kathleen getting uh, booted out, uh, possibly for John Favreau, question marks. Or, you know, I don't know. We'll get I into mean, all that. Who's more qualified? Let's just go ahead and do, do like a, a pre-interview uh, for her. It's like, okay, so Kathleen Kennedy, she, uh, you know, she was with George Lucas whenever they were doing, you know, the, the prequels, at least. And she um, also, she worked a lot with Spielberg because she uh, helped on Indiana Jones. And I think she was like one of the producers for Jaws. So what I was going to do is say do a couple Park. of com- comparisons. Um, <coughs> who's more qualified to run the Star Wars branch, Kathleen Kennedy or a nutless monkey? <laughs> <laughs> the monkey does have some good qualifications, so this is yes. going to be strong. But, uh, for one, the nutless monkey wouldn't have threw George's script in the trash immediately. Right. But but in fairness, Kathleen Kennedy and the monkey would have both shit on it. <laughs> yeah. Because they did. Right, yeah. Uh, or at least she did. The monkey probably would have thrown the thrown his poop first. Thrown it. He might have, you know, thrown it at something else, not George's scripts. Right, yeah. You know, I can understand restructuring it a little bit, but I, t- I just cannot understand just throwing them away. It's like, oh, well, this idiot doesn't know what he's talking about. It's just like, it's oh, like oh that, you mean the idiot that created this entire universe? And company that you work for? Yeah. It's and like, he, he took himself out as the as the leader of the company to give that job to you. Before he sold to Disney, he was like, before I sold to Disney, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step back as CEO and I'm going to put you in as the new CEO because, you know, I've known you and Steven for a long time, Steven Spielberg for a long time. Wait, and hold on. You've... Did you just have to say Steve, Steven Spielberg? You're right. It's like, well, because, you know, because you, you're Steven. Oh. So I didn't want people to be confused that you were involved in any of this. Oh. 
Right. So you had to say Spielberg. Right, I had to say Spielberg to clarify. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of Stevens in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> I think when you say... I might be wrong on this, but I think when you say... I almost feel like when you say Steven in the breath of George Lucas... I think it's pretty understood it's Spielberg. That Spielberg is what you mean? It's not like, ah, oh, do they are they talking about Steven Seagal? It's like, no. <laughs> Why would we ever talk about Steven Seagal? Unless yeah. we're talking about the worst people in movies. Right. <laughs> like literally that's the only reason you would ever hear us talk about him. We weren't talking about Steven Summers. <laughs> uh, which is so bad I had to google his name because I was trying to remember who the fuck he <laughs> he was the guy that did like the mummy mummy returns he did the Van Helsing movie he was good and G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra yeah he's a pretty good director I, I mean like most of those movies yeah except the G.I. Joe one the Rise of Cobra but that one's not but yeah it is pretty awful I was trying to give it a little bit trying to get yeah but he also did the Scorpion King he did the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor mummy with Jet Li that one was the worst one um he uh let's see what else did he do Scorpion King 2 with uh is that the one that had like Randy Couture in it yeah which one had Billy Zane didn't one of them have was Billy it Zane? Scorpion King 4 the quest for power did that have Billy Zane in it? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know this Did existed. Did they have a Scorpion King 4? Because now I want to watch it. They have, yeah, it came out in 2015. Yeah, there's a Scorpion King 4. Does it have Billy Zane in it? That's what I'm trying to look up. Uh, cast. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I don't see Billy Zane on there. Uh, they got somebody, some guy named Victor Webster to be the Scorpion uh, King. Ah, garbage. Uh, shit, I don't know. We are ADD as fuck. We were talking about Steven Spielberg, and we got on Steven Summers, Summers and, and then we started King. talking about the Scorpion King. So let's get back on the Star Wars. Right, so, um, uh, but uh, one of the things that has uh, happened recently is that um, uh, there's this uh, there's this guy on, this all started from this dude on YouTube, and uh, the name of the channel is Overlord DVD. Which is kind of a weird name. He's very interesting. He's a very yeah. He's a very interesting. You know his uh his on screen name is Addictor von Doomcock, which is probably one of the greatest names I think I've ever heard. Very clever, but say that three times fast. Yeah. Um. You can't. That's that's impossible. Yeah, but basically he he claims that he has some information I guess from somebody who works inside Lucasfilm. Don't they all? Um. And he's like, you know, he's not sure if he can totally trust the source. But a lot of people are like, well, he did, he did like accurately predict that they were going to bring Palpatine back because of some sources that he had within Lucasfilm. You know who else predicted that? The Nutless Monkey. (laughs) As soon as J.J. Abrams got attached to the third part, we even said that he was going to bring that. So he's just going to bring Palpatine back because he just wants to... Because he has no ideas and he's a fucking fanboy. Right. And as much as I love J.J. He was not right for Star Wars. He's not right for Star Wars because he loves it too much. He Yeah, because he just wants to make it like what it was when he was a kid and he doesn't really... And that's one of the things that I think some people are like, yeah, well, he the reason he had to make the movie like that was because he was trying to fix a lot of the shit that Ryan Johnson did. And it's like, well, okay, first of all, this whole idea of like, well, one person makes a movie, then we'll bring in another guy, and he has to kind of work off what the first guy did. 
don't you shouldn't you have kind of an overall plan from like the very beginning if you know that you're going to do a trilogy? Yeah, it's not Ryan Johnson's fault. It's not Ryan Johnson's you know fault. fault. It is. It's Kathleen Kennedy's fault for organizing for not, it this way. For not having a plan. Yeah, she's not Kevin Feigeing it. Feigeing is now. You know, something you can... That word is canon now. I think that goes in the dictionary now because yeah, you just created it. Feigeing. Which that me- means that you have an overall plan for what your universe is supposed to do and supposed to be. And clearly Kathleen Kennedy is just like, do this as long as it's like feminist agenda. And look, <laughs> for one, I've said this before, strong female characters are always awesome. But you're not helping Feminist Kathleen Kennedy. You think they need the help of a Star Wars movie? You think that's that helping the movement? Well, like, that is ridiculous. Well, the thing for me is like when when people want to talk about like oh well you know they have like Ray that's this like Mary Sue character that she's just like this unstoppable badass and she doesn't have to be trained she's just naturally that good. And it's like, if you go back and you look at, like, the history of, like, badass females, like Ripley and Alien, Ripley wasn't just, like, an amazing badass at the very beginning of the movie. She becomes a badass out of necessity. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, Ray Sarah Connor in Terminator. Ray doesn't do anything for feminists but probably piss them off because she has no struggle. She has no uphill battle. Mm -hmm. And what is women's right all about? It's about fighting. It's about... It's about battling, and it's about being the underdog. Equality. And all the, quali- all the qualities that Ray is not. So how is that helping feminists in any way or form? Well, the, th- the main thing that, like, when Kathleen took over the studio, one of the things that she wanted to do is she wanted to expand and have uh, more instances of, like, female, like, main characters. And you can definitely see this because Rogue One is headed up by Jen Erso. You know, but that's is it, is it well, it, it, Jen's supposed to be like mm, the main character, no. unless you want to say that it's Cassian. It's definitely Cassian. Cassian. Yeah. I, I almost say that K2, the fucking the, the droid. Well, well, the thing about it, he's is the if true you main look character. Look at Rogue One, Cassian has more lines, he has more scenes, right? And you know, he's the reason that the ultimate sacrifice happened. So it's kind of illusion like But Jen Erso is technically supposed to be the main character, right? Of not. Rogue One. But that's that's the actor, impression. Whenever you're an actor, the main character is the person with the most lines most of the time. And she definitely does. Or the biggest they have the biggest they have the most to do in the story. Yeah, Cassian has the most lines. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well that's one of the reasons why they want to do that Cassian split off show where he's you know, that character is on his own T V show. As much as but, I like Diego Luna, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't know if anybody really wants to see a Cassian show. I mean I guess there might be some people that I mean, might I'll, have a feeling. I'll watch Diego Luna. I, I I like Diego Luna a lot. As an actor, yeah. The Cassian character is just kind of like a murderer though. Yeah, he's just he almost feels like a mercenary that just kinda of happens to be with the right side. He feels like he should be like a uh you know, I mean he dies, but he feels like he should be a character in the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I I know he's he's dead. But, like, he just feels like like a Mandalorian character. That would be, yeah. But that's one of the things that happened with... That would be cool to have... Just side note, that would be cool to have Diego Luna, not as Cassian, but just in that show. As a new character? That'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. And you wouldn't... He he could be, like, maybe, like, another uh, character that wears a mask or something or wears a helmet. 
So it would yeah, you know, could be another Mandalorian. You could be another Mandalorian or even something. In a couple scenes and you don't even know it. You're like, man, that Mandalorian's badass. And it's like, oh, that's that's Diego Luna. And yeah. Like, oh shit. Oh. Okay. It's like yeah. Remember remember that one Mandalorian that had the fucking heavy laser rifle and he was just fucking putting it at work and killing people. That was Diego Luna. It's like, oh fuck, is he gonna be like a like a like a real character now? It's like yeah. Like, maybe yeah. He might show up from time to time. <laughs> like oh shit, that's cool. And speaking of that. Uh, we don't need all of Dave Filoni's characters in the Mandalorian. We're we're gonna we're gonna have that as a separate rant because I know you have some stuff to talk about. I thought we were just doing this now. I just I just wanted to, type of I just wanted to get to, I just wanted to mention this point and then I will let you I will let you finish. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I thought we were just going with the flow here. But no, this does does tie in a little bit to what you're what you're getting into though. So okay, so basically what that what happened? Now. I'll cancel the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you've been canceled because uh, Disney does not like your rant. Um, but uh, no, what happened was is that like they introduced like the Star Wars Rebels cartoon, right? And the the well, one of the main characters is Harrison Dula. She's the uh, pilot of the uh, of the Ghost. You know, she runs the sh- she's the captain of the ship. And then you have Sabine Wren, right? You had a separate point about the first thing, but you're talking about the same thing I'm talking about. Well. Well, my thing is, is that like all of these characters got introduced when Kathleen took over, right? Okay. Because Rebels, one of the main points of Rebels was like they wanted to introduce some of these new female characters, and so you have Hera, the the captain of the ship, and then you have Sabine, who is like a, a teenager, you know, uh, Mandalorian character, right? And then um, which is all fine. I don't, I don't watch. The and cartoons. and then they also brought Ahsoka into that story as well because she's still alive after the end of the Clone Wars. And so then you look at uh, when they made uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, and uh, then the main character of Battlefront Two's like story mode is Iden Verzio. Uh, she's a female Tie pilot uh, and. You know, so you start looking at like all these different things. Like, there's all these like new female characters yeah, the, that the they introduced. The twenty minute storyline in Battlefront Two, right? <laughs> Which I and I haven't downloaded, but I haven't done the storyline because I know like, they said that like the storyline ties a lot into like I think Force Awakens or something. But yeah, if you um, like the Call of Duty mode, uh, or if you like <laughs> Call of Duty and their their story mode, which lasts like. I don't know, like forty-five minutes. I love that story. Uh, but but that was the thing is that like um, they introduced all these characters, right? And then they were like, okay, well, Dave Filoni is a big part of the studio now because he's been running their animation division because the Clone Wars cartoon was given to him by George personally because he wanted Dave to run the Clone Wars cartoon. Then when Kathleen takes over, she's like, well, I want you to run the uh, the Rebels TV show that we want to do that takes place, you know, during the original trilogy time right before the rebellion started. And so now all of a sudden you start seeing these things where they're like, okay, well, we're going to have a live action Ahsoka Tano that's going to be uh, Rosario Dawson. And then there was some thoughts that they were going to try to introduce Sabine Wren and Ahsoka uh, possibly Bo-Katan, um, uh, Duchess Satine's sister from Mandalore, if you watched uh, the Clone Wars cartoon. And then as soon as I was talking to, to Steve about this, he was like, 
Dave Filoni needs to keep his fucking characters out of Mandalorian because he's like, I don't know what the fuck the Darksaber is. I don't know who the fuck Sabine is. He's like, I didn't watch the Clone Wars, so I don't really know shit about Ahsoka. He was like, so they're going to introduce all these characters, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. And he's like, I would I would rather watch shit about the Mando and Cara Dune and like these characters that I like, and the, you know, if they end up bringing the droid back... The IG droid, if they bring yeah, him the, back. The characters that are known inside the Mandalorian universe, they don't need the help of Dave Filoni's bullshit. And if you like the cartoons, that's fine, but the cartoons should be a separate thing. It's not like they're going to be like, oh yeah, in uh, the Avengers, in the next Avengers movie, you remember that Avengers cartoon? Uh, that yeah, we well, did that, in 2000. That, yeah, in, that like, character from 12. the Avengers is going to be in the next Avengers movie. Because Kevin Feige would be like, no, that's that's separate. That's but Dave Filoni's like, no, let's let's intertwine the two because The Mandalorian has bigger ratings than all my shows that I've ever done combined. <laughs> uh, and it's like, yeah, that's just another reason because you know why people like The Mandalorian is not because of nostalgia and shit. It's because it's actually original. And it's just not flooded with a bunch of fucking bullshit that we've already seen before it's it, to me i think the thing that i like about mandalorian is that it, it's old school it feels like something that george probably would have done you no, know george would have never done this but no, uh, no this but, is the western style stuff this is only favreau no the, my thing is and like maybe i'm not explaining it correctly but it feels like old timey movie making or like show making like they used to do back in the day but just with like the Star Wars aesthetic and the Mandalorian I aesthetic, I think Favreau's bringing his Iron Man one stuff kind of into a new Mandalorian universe where it's real, but it's also fun, which is what made Iron Man one a success. Was it was like based on a little bit of reality, but it was all it also had a lot of fun. There was comedy, there was drama, there was stuff like that. Favreau put it all in there. Right, and then to add Dave Filoni is like, oh well, here's a cartoon character brought to life. Do you like this? Oh, we have Boba Fett. We have Boba Fett in this too. Isn't that cool? It's like not really. I know you people like Boba Fett, but he didn't do shit. <laughs> he is nothing. Mando's already done more than Boba Fett ever has. Well, so, and that's the thing too is that like Mando on screen has literally done more than Boba Fett has, but yeah. Boba Fett. He has this like mystique around him where people are like, he's so cool, and it's like literally, it's just the armor. he got fucking. That's the thing because and he looks cool. Armor also already cooler than Boba Fett's. The only reason you should introduce Boba Fett in Mandalorian if you're gonna have him be the final villain, if you're gonna do some good, the bad, the ugly type shit, you know, later on down the line to end the show or to end the season. Right. Other than that, where they get into like a blaster duel or something. Other than that, fuck off, Boba Fett. Get your own show if you want one that don't want to watch because Mando's cooler. You got Pedro Pascal in that motherfucking armor. Right. I mean... Well, and that's the thing. The thing about Boba Fett is that he's always had, like, this sort of cult following because people have always collected his toys and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, he didn't really do much in the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. dies like a complete bitch when Han hits him with complete that fucking... With that, uh, Han hits him with that, like, pole when he's, like, fighting because his sight isn't completely back yet. And he hits him, activates his jetpack, he hits the side of uh, Jabba's sail barge, rolls into the Sarlacc pit like a fucking moron, and then just gets fucking eaten. And now they're like, well, actually, no, he didn't get eaten. 
um, it's like what happens is is that he he fights his way out of the Sarlacc and he lives. And so now what they're thinking is like, remember that time when they told us that like the stuff that happened in the novels doesn't exist anymore and we're not going to do any of that shit? And then they're like, but we really want to bring Boba Fett back, so we'll go back to a story that happened in one of the old novels. Now we actually give a shit about it. And then uh, people were like, well, if you're willing to do stuff like that, what about getting Keanu Reeves to be Darth Revan? You know, like you guys can bring Darth Revan back from the old Republic games. And so now there's like people saying that like they might actually use some stuff from the old Republic because they know that it has uh, there's there's fans out there that would like to see Darth Revan make a comeback. And I'm like, if you do that, you almost have to get Keanu Reeves to play him. Honestly, I'm not one of those people. But then there's... I I feel like that's a video game. Leave it as a video game. But the Knights of the Old Republic stuff, the thing is, is that I don't know if they would completely go into that, but if they did, I I feel like they would fuck it up and it would ruin everything. Because both of those... both of Sometimes you gotta leave stuff alone. Just leave it like it is. Because it's it's a video game. I mean, video games stand on their own, especially the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. And, and people think people think they want to see a movie about that, but the cool thing about Knights of the Old Republic is that you had a choice. Yeah, you can make Revan whatever you wanted Revan to be. How do you do that in a movie? And they're like, "Look, we understand you guys have some uh, you guys have some uh, you know reticence about this, and you might not be completely sold on this. But we casted Keanu Reeves. It's like, look, we love Keanu, but well, I would absolutely this is- watch anything Keanu Reeves did. But I don't, I don't think he would even do that. He'd just be like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I mean, you get a great cast. A lot of times, you can make anything great. But if you're gonna do something like a Revan storyline, just don't make it that storyline. Make it similar, sure, you can do that. Just don't make him Darth Revan. Just make him something else. Make it something if, if you're like, it. if you want to, if you want to, if you want to borrow from some ideas from like these novels and or make video Keanu games, like a like a Sith Lord we've never known about. Yeah, if you want to borrow from these things, because all these stories that have been written, I mean, there's there's a bunch of good ones and there's a bunch of awful ones. And sometimes there's a lot of Star Wars novels. There's a lot of Star Wars novels. There's a bunch of garbage out there, mainly garbage out there. <laughs> but there's a bunch of good stuff that's in there too. I don't like Shadows I, of the Empire was a great novel. Any, yeah, I don't, I don't see any reason where you can't take some stuff from those because yeah. you own it. For one, you own those. Yeah. Well, so, that's one of the reasons that they brought Grand Admiral Thrawn back and put him in Rebels because yeah, they're I, like, yeah, I well, mean, he was one of the like favorite characters of the novels, and they they talked to Timothy Zahn, and they're like, can we just use Grand Admiral Thrawn as like a character for the cartoon? And he was like, yeah, sure. I mean, that, yeah, that's an honor. That that stuff's fine, especially for like cartoon stuff, like main movie stuff. It's like you almost have to have them at the beginning. Like if you have them like like people that don't know who that is. But if you have them at the beginning of their story arc, whenever you introduce them into like a show or something like that, that's fine if you're going to show the entire story arc like throughout the show but doesn't distract from who the main characters are. Right. That's okay. But what you have a problem with is just like, you know, you're watching like Mandalorian season two, like episode three. And then all of a sudden, Sabine Wren just fucking shows up out of nowhere. Shows up and then just hijacks the story. Because you know what's going to happen. 
And the people are going to be like, oh, I want to see more of her and Mando and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, well, what about the characters that, you know, helped made it succeed? You know, like... Like Cara Dune. Like and, Cara Dune. Like her... And like, Cleo. Yeah, like, yeah, all these people. Like, like even Bill Burr's, Burr's character in the, the show, even yeah. though he was only in one episode. Like, that's just a... That's just a totally, like, new character. And he's going to come back for season two. Like... <laughs> You know, that's cool. Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that, that's a character I don't know much about. It's a new character. You got a comedian that I really like, Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr's pretty cool. You know, that's that, that's some stuff I like to see. Just have fun with The Mandalorian. Like, give it that edge that it also has. Because it doesn't have, it doesn't have like, the taint of being... Uh, associated with anything else, it's completely new. It, it's it doesn't not, have rules to follow. As soon as you start, wasn't adding, taken from a novel or anything else. Yeah, as soon as you have these characters that you're adding from these cartoons, the Dave Filoni, now you have rules to follow in the Mandalorian, and you have stuff you have to do with certain characters that you introduce, and then it's going to make the show stale because you're like, oh, this is like all the new Star Wars that's out now. Well, that's that's sort of one of the things that's going on. Yeah, excuse me. Um, that's one of the things that, that was kind of going on, like the uh, Dictor Von Doomcock. <laughs> that's just the great name. Great name. This is a fucking great name. You're, 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 you're going to get on the internet. That hard K. Like yeah. Cock. <laughs> Doom You got to hit it with that cock. Yeah. Uh, you got to hit him with the cock. I just heard, I just heard what I just said in my head. You got to hit him with that cock. Right, yeah. Uh, um, that's, that could be a t-shirt right there. Um... But uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, Steve's like I'm gonna have to write that one down. That one's gonna be good. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's one of the sort of the things that's that he was talking about in his videos. That there's apparently uh, somewhat of kind of a civil war of sorts inside of Lucasfilm because Kathleen wants to take the stuff because she she likes Dave Filoni, and so she's like, well, Dave, he's hey, he. <laughs> They be fucking y'all. No. Um, he just puts Dave Filoni just puts his cowboy hat on the outside of the door, and it's like, oh, he's fucking Kathleen. That means he's getting a new show. <laughs> he's gonna try to hijack Chad Farrow's because he can't get that kind of ratings. He can't get those ratings, man. Look at Resistance. Cartoon, that show was garbage. His cartoons are mildly successful, but let's not get it twisted. The Mandalorian did get better ratings than all of his shows combined. Not a joke. Well, Clone Wars did get good. I don't know what the ratings are as far but as like Clone streaming Wars was. Also, did get canceled, right? Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I've never really gotten like the true story of this because as soon as Disney bought out Star Wars from George, but it was canceled. They before that, like right? uh, they they basically. I think what it was is it was a contractual thing because Lucasfilm had a contract with Cartoon Network to produce the Clone Wars. And when Disney came in, Disney was like, we don't want any of that kind of stuff to be on a competing network, so we're going to stop the show. But I don't know if they ever officially canceled it or if they just like suspended it and then it just kind of stayed in suspension for forever. Because Cartoon Network's like, look, we had an agreement with George and Lucasfilm Animation to do this show, and it's like, what does that mean for what we're doing? And then eventually it just kind of stopped, and then they didn't do anything else on it. And then they were like, okay, I don't know if they had to wait a certain number of years for the contract to run out on Cartoon Network, and then they could do their own and put it on Disney Plus and do a, a, do that last season. 
which I still haven't finished. I think I'm like four episodes from finishing it, but um, I don't know. I never really got the complete story on that because I w- I couldn't tell if it was like canceled or if it was just stuck in like development limbo or or what it was. This says that it was canceled because it was getting too graphic for Cartoon Network. So Cartoon Network canceled. It. Cartoon Network canceled. Okay, well that explains some stuff. But, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess by the time you get to, like, the Siege of Mandalore and the Darth Maul stuff, probably is a little too intense for kids. Because, I mean, Maul's, like, literally just murdering people at that point. It's like, yeah, if you have Darth Maul murdering people, which is also another thing, too. I don't even understand why the fuck Darth Maul's in there, aside from money. That's it. Obi-Wan <laughs> killed Maul. He fucking destroyed him on Naboo. We to us that is the canon story. Anything involving Darth Maul past that point is like just like a legends, like an alternate reality sort of thing. Yeah, I mean Obi Wan fucking killed Darth Maul, and I'm not talking about like in Rebels when he finally kills him when he's an old man. I'm talking about no, he fucking killed him when he was an apprentice on fucking Naboo after he killed Qui Gon. That's canon. They brought Maul back because they're like we need somebody to be a new villain. Uh, that everybody loves, and everybody loves Darth Maul. And it's like, look, we love Darth Maul, but we also love the fact that he got his ass handed to him by Obi-Wan in that fight. That's the real fucking ending of Darth Maul, not the shit where he's in Clone yeah, Wars. I mean, that was the thing about Clone Wars that pissed me off the most was bringing them bringing Darth Maul back. I mean, how can you bring all these uh, weak-ass villains back whenever you can't even bring back a, a single fucking Jedi? Like, Qui-Gon just, Qui-Gon just got fucking stabbed. He can't come back. He just—he's just dead. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying. Like he, oh, he, he did. He just gets stabbed, and he fucking masters like fucking trains people how to fucking resurrect from the fucking uh, you know the force and shit. And he can't come back. But Darth Maul can get cut in half and fall like a thousand foot down a hole. And he's fine. He just he just needs to get some new uh, robotic legs. He just gotta get some legs. That's not how force <laughs> works. That's not how the force works. That's not how the force works. You're just making shit up. It's like, how about we sell some more toys? We gotta sell those Darth Maul toys with the fucked up robotic legs. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll have one version of him where he has like fucking spider legs. Like, and come he... on, Disney Jafar can't come back. He fucking died. <laughs> He tricked him into being a genie. How can he be a villain again? He not he don't have no power. <laughs> that was really random. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> see in Aladdin, you know, like, if you don't rub Jafar's lamp, he can't come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like a two and a three. Yeah. But, you know the thing about Disney classic movies, they're part two and part three always suck. Right. Well, because nobody gives a shit past the original story, the well, main story. Because they, they, they did that with Little Mermaid, too, where they made, like, spinoff movies, and nobody yeah, watched that Lion shit. Lion King 2. They yeah. They had the Lion King 2. They had, like, a Lion King, like, one of those where, like, Simba's actually, like, older, and he's taking over the yeah. the pride and everything, and he, he has control of it. But that's the... Th- it's So if, any, if we learn anything from Disney is that they're bad at sequels. They're bad at sequels. So why do them yourself? Look, this, right. is, this is the lesson for Disney. If you're going to do anything that's sequel-worthy, give that shit to Pixar because they own your asses and that's why you had to buy them. Yeah. I mean, that's a true That's a true fact. Yeah. I mean, fucking Toy Story, you know, uh, all that shit is way better than anything Disney... Uh, oh, yeah, like The Incredibles. 
Yeah, like all the Pixar shit is better than all the the, the Disney shit. Uh, all of the Disney like princess stories and because, stuff. Because you know you, you you think about stuff like Pinocchio and shit like that, and how that kids shouldn't watch Pinocchio. By the way, fucking kids get fucking kidnapped <laughs> and turned into fucking donkeys and sold into slave labor. That's a part of Pinocchio. I didn't really think Pinocchio was that in depth, but it also like it shows them like how to lie too. Yeah, it shows them how to lie. Bad kids get fucking stolen from the streets, taken to Pleasure Island, fucking turned into donkeys, and sold into slave labor. Was that story written by Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> God damn. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, woo! Woo! <laughs> and actually, uh, uh, it, it was actually pretty crazy. I know that we're a little off topic of Star Wars, but fuck it. This we'll get back fun. to it, yeah. Uh, uh, Matt Pat figured out uh, why Donkey from Shrek was so out of place. Because every everything in the Shrek universe is a fairy tale. Yeah. But Donkey. So Donkey's not part of the fairy tale? Well, he is. Because he figures out that his fairy tale is from Pinocchio. He's one of the boys that's turned into Donkey and still remembers how to talk. And he's... Oh, and that's he, fucked he up. He escapes Pleasure Island. And he was like... And he was like, and you know how much proof I have? And if you watch, go watch Matt Pat's video in Film Theory, he has 100% proof. It's fucking fact. <laughs> I'm going to have to end up watching that then. I didn't realize that. I ended up watching, like, uh, I ended up watching, like, a couple of, like, uh, Scooby-Doo things that he did where he was, like, Scooby-Doo is actually an alien. Like, he's actually... I didn't watch that one yet, but it was in my, it's in my queue. Yeah, it's good, though. Uh, and he even goes through, he, he went through the series and he went through the timelines and he was, like, he was, like, Scooby-Doo is not a dog. He's an Anunnaki alien that took the form of a dog. That's why he can talk. Ah, that's and that's why in the TV show, whenever they're, like, they call him a dog, he's, like, dog? He doesn't know what that is because he's an alien. <laughs> and I was, like, that would make fucking complete sense because it doesn't make sense how the fucking dog can talk unless it's an alien that just looks like it's in a dog body. Yeah. Uh, Matt Pat's great. Matt so, Pat from uh, Film fun. Theorist, yeah, he's he's the shit. Yeah. Film theory and game mm-hmm. game theory is pretty good too. Yeah, if you want more video game theories, but I, I watch more of his uh, his film theory stuff because his film theory stuff is good. It is. But okay. uh, but apparently, because Kathleen has uh, this is all like speculation, right? We don't have any clarification on any of this. This is all uh, Mr. Uh, Von Doomcock's. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just gonna be funny to say that every time the doomcock uh, yeah the doomcock oh he's, he's so, German that's what it is yeah the, von Dichter Doom. von doomcock yeah yeah that's why it has the the strong yeah, cuck sound doomcock um I think that was a Rammstein song wasn't it yeah. doomcock von, yeah von doomcock <laughs> you can suck on von doomcock <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of fucking. Would you like to making fuck berserker? <laughs> oh, oh god, yeah, it's it a comes, fucking giant Silent Bob berserker up in this motherfucker. Hell yeah! yeah oh, it all just circles back around. This place. is gonna be our best episode for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah. So apparently, 
what uh, Von Doomcock is saying is that uh, <laughs> is that there's a little bit of uh, some tension going on between John Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy because Kathleen wants uh, Filoni's uh, characters like Ahsoka and Sabine and some of these like female characters to be blended into Mandalorian, and Favreau I think is resisting it. Because Favreau's like, I you know, I have a good thing going on with this show. I don't want to introduce too many like characters from other uh, you know, from other shows. Yeah, how about Favreau develop his new female characters? Like Cara Dune. Yeah, like Cara Dune. He did that, they fucking nailed it with Gina Carano, which is amazing. Yeah, she's like one of my favorite characters out of that new show. She she is my favorite character. Yeah. Her and Mando and then Bill Burr. Uh, a lot of people's like Baby Yoda number one. Baby Yoda's cool, but he doesn't do anything. Baby Yoda is the shit. He just, but he doesn't talk, so he's he's a freaking baby. Doesn't do anything. He so just he does some force like powers. A, uh, baby Yoda's a set piece. Right. Right he, now, you want to see what he's gonna do? What is he gonna become? Is he gonna? You know, we're gonna see him get you know, old and or become older, and then he he starts learning how to use his abilities. Like, there's so many cool things you that's, can do with that. Stuff that can Don't fuck that show. over by... You can have him in the background kind of doing what he's doing for a few seasons. Don't rush The Mandalorian because it's going to be around for a while, guys. Yeah, if John Favreau has anything to do with it. Yeah, if Kathleen Kennedy tries to force all of this stuff down the throat, because I guarantee you a lot of people don't know about a lot of these people, and they'll be like... Oh, well, lost interest because so-and-so joined and they just kind of picked up their story and no one knew that story. And then they're just like, well, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. And it's just like they did such a good job of building story in The Mandalorian Season 1. Why mess that up? You can have cameos. You can have walkthrough characters all you want. I don't care. You can have... You know, Easter eggs in the background all you want. Dave Filoni wants to be like, I want to put, like, a mask from, you know, I, I, I want to put a Rexus, like, helmet in the background or something. It's like, cool. I don't care. Right. Because that's but, a little Easter egg stuff. That doesn't, that doesn't take that away. doesn't affect But as soon as you start, as soon as you start changing the story to suit, like, well, we have to fit Ahsoka in here somewhere. And it's like, okay, well, the one thing that they've already done is introduce the Darksaber. So... And I remember because... But she can't be a main character. Like, she can show up in an episode and help as long as the episode isn't about her. Right. It's about her helping Mando and then she gets the fuck out. Right. Or, you know, because, like, the idea is is that I think the reason why they would probably introduce Ahsoka is because Ahsoka might be able to help with the Baby Yoda situation because she would recognize... She would know that that looks like Master Yoda because she's met Yoda before, you know, and right, so. But that doesn't mean the. I'm, I'm, I'm not certain. I know that species seems like they're very strong in the Force, but we've only seen three of them ever. Right, Yoda, Yaddle, and then whatever <laughs> baby Yoda is. Yeah, so or the child as he's known on the show. We're guessing that their home planet or their home species is very sensitive to the Force. Shit, it could be like the birthplace of the Force. That's why... Could be. That could be the whole... That could be some cool shit if it's like the Mando Mando discovers that like the reason why that baby is around is because uh, that planet is like where the Force originated from. 
or what, something. What if? What if? That's Yoda's, where the midichlorians come what from. What if the entire species of Yoda is all born out of the Force, and they thought that they annihilated that species, but that's not how the species is born. It's born out of the Force. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't that be like a mind fuck twist? That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, Yeah, because it's like... We eliminated that species from, like, history. Because the emperor probably would have destroyed that But they're not actually born out of, like, reproduction. They're all born out of the force. Wouldn't that be some shit for, like, Jin... Or for, uh, I mean, for uh, Den to discover that? If he's like, you know, because the armor tells him, like, look, he is your child now. You know, and either you train him or you take him to his people and then they can raise him. And so he's basically responsible for that baby now. And then he goes to the planet thinking he found his people and there's no one else, there's, no one else there. It's Nothing. just trees and nature and, and rocks like, and rivers. I don't understand. And there's no figured. people here. There's no civilization. Are they destroyed? And it's like, well, the emperor tried to destroy all of their people. But when he got to the planet... He realized that there's nothing there because they're not born out of they're born out of the force. They are created out of yeah, they're actually created out of the force. Right. That would be freaking awesome because people would be like that would oh, mean shit. that that would mean that it the, that species is created the same way that Anakin was created because Anakin was created purely out of exactly. the force. Exactly, and that could change your entire uh, understanding of what the force is, and then something right. that we we're talking about. Where they 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 might want to do a redo of seven eight and nine and just kind of think of it yeah. as legend and stuff. Right. That'd be an easy way to push Obi Wan and Anakin out of the Force. You could literally have the Force push them out on purpose and be like, "There's no hope left. You guys have to co- go back to the world of the living." Right. You guys have to stop this. Because we were talking about, like, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, because there was some people saying that there was a rumor going around. This was, like, I don't know, this was, like, a few months ago I had heard this, that there was some... Uh, it's the same guy, right? He, he, the, 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 it the might be the Von Doomcock guy, but he said that there was, like, an idea that they might do, like, an episode nine. If they kept the the current continuity, they would do an episode nine where uh, Hayden Christensen would come back as Anakin and he would be uh, resurrected from the Force as a flesh and blood human again. Right. And that uh, basically it would be him uh, trying to restore, uh, you know, like balance to the Force uh, because I guess at that point, you know, you know, Ray's not involved. Or if they were going to retcon seven, eight, and nine. And say, look, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, it's, it doesn't exist. It, it's an alternate reality. And the real reality is is that, you know, sometime after Return of the Jedi, it's like you, you'd probably have to explain why Leia's not around. And you're, it's like, well, Leia has passed away. Leia has died. Han went off and did whatever he was going to do. And then Luke went off to go train Jedi. What? And then they ended up dying. Or Luke ends up like dying, right? And then the only hope that they have is to bring Obi-Wan and like Anakin back to put balance back to the Force. Or at least Anakin, you know? What if, what if they started a new... Um, let's say... Because the alternate timeline thing had me thinking. Let's say they did something with the alternate timeline... But they had it where um, 
let's say they start it from part one. Like from Phantom Menace? From Phantom Menace. Oh, wow. Let's say they, they retconned it that far and they're, they're like, we're just going to reset all this. And then one of the first things you see is basically um, Darth Plagueis killing Palpatine. Oh, instead of instead of like Palpatine killing Plagueis? Yeah. He kills the apprentice before he, he can kill him. He kills the apprentice. So oh! In this storyline, there's no Anakin. <laughs> there's no Shmi Skywalker. There's no Shmi Skywalker. But you could still have Obi-Wan and Yoda. Qui-Gon. You could have Qui-Gon and you could have Mace Windu. You know, and then that's where the storyline starts. But then your main villain is set from the start. Like, that could even be your first scene. Is uh, play just striking play just down Palpatine? Sid, yeah, you know, uh, Palpatine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat. So that's your alternate timeline. What are the possibilities? Well, and then some people are <laughs> like, well, you know, uh, because uh, Samuel L. Jackson had talked about, you know, he would love to come back if they if they had something, you know, if they had found some way to bring Mace back in the story. Maybe you could make Mace one of the main characters, like, or the main character, yeah. if you wanted to. It doesn't necessarily have to be Obi-Wan again. You could even have it where, I know a lot of people might not even like this, because he's one of my favorite characters. You could even have it where Obi-Wan dies. You know, that way you have some of the characters that you remember from the start, and you're like, oh, shit, well, who is going to be, you know, the people that have to stop? Plagueis. Plagueis. Like, what we what we know as one of the most powerful Sith of all time. And he actually survives and then just takes over type thing. Like, <laughs> who could stop him? That would be, uh, that'd be pretty fucking interesting. Because one of the things that they said that is like a, a way that they could possibly do this is they were like there was you know this this thing called the world between worlds that was introduced in uh, the Rebels cartoon where uh, it's kind of it's sort of like this weird sort of part of the force where you can enter into it from like a portal. And then you can exit and you can be in a different time. It's like a way to do time travel in Star Wars that's considered canon because it was something that Dave Filoni came up with. And they actually used it in one of the in the World Between Worlds episode where like Ahsoka was gonna die and then I think it's uh Sabine and Ezra like save her. Like they go through the portal and they grab her before she can get killed. And then they take her into the world between worlds. And then Palpatine tries to take Ahsoka to kill her. Um, you know, as a way to get to somehow to get to Anakin or something, I guess. And uh, I hadn't watched that episode, so I'm not entirely sure how it works. I've seen clips of it. Uh, or you could even have something where like Padme could be the main character. That would be interesting. But the whole thing about the world between worlds is that, like, if you can go back to a different time period, you can stop something from happening. So if you could stop the Emperor from being able to leave the uh, the second Death Star to go off to Exegol and do all of that shit that he was doing, apparently, for the Rise of Skywalker, they were like, you can have it where he just straight up just dies right there on the second Death Star, done, and then there is no Ray. You know, there is no um, dark side apprentice people that are trying to resurrect him or anything, you know. And then they're like, then basically what that does is it makes it where seven, eight, and nine 
don't happen the way that we know because Palpatine and that new timeline would already be dead at the second Death Star like he was supposed to be. It's a little harder to do it that way than to just start back at part one and then just not even introduce time travel. Just be like, you're already familiar with the story. Right. Kind of like what Star Trek did. The only thing, the only thing with Star Trek though, is that they use time travel to explain why shit is different. They did because Nero comes back and he attacks the but Kelvin. They started at one. They didn't say, "Okay, we're going to keep the first six, but these three are different." It was like all this shit's different. Well, okay, so I understand what you mean. You instead of like, okay, well, remember like Star Trek Five? <laughs> we're going to go back and we're going to restart from that point on. Yeah. They're like, no, we're going to go back to like when when Kirk is literally a, a, she, he is being born. Yeah, we're at, starting from from one. From like the very beginning of this story of Kirk being born, of Spock living on Vulcan, and and you know going through the the Vul- you know yeah, growing the up and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, going so, through the science academy and so everything. This you can even start because everyone knows Star Wars so well, and if they're just like, hey, you know what, screw it, let's just go ahead and start this. Let's just kind just of start it full over. reboot. We're just going to start it's over. Like, well, how are we going to do it? You know, because we want to keep some of the, you know, at least some of the old places or some of the old characters, and like, well, some of them is going to be in it. But what we're going to do is the first scene of the first movie is going to be Plagius killing Sidious. Yeah. Because that's the, they made a whole book about Darth Plagueis where like it outlines how Sidious waited until he had just the right moment to kill Plagueis. Yeah, he did all this and it's like planned all this. The first scene, you're like, oh, what the fuck happens in Star Wars now? Right. The main villain through all of Star Wars has been Sidious. Sidious, yeah. Now it's Plagueis, which we know from lore and from Sidious himself is the most powerful Sith to ever exist. Because he found a way to yeah to cheat death yeah and multiple other things that right. he discovered that he taught Sidious right so what if that was your villain throughout the entire series and then you're just kind of like well who's the hero right you know because there wouldn't be any Anakin in that scenario because Anakin would have never existed yeah. Nothing. So would your hero have been Mace? Would it have been maybe Obi Wan? Yeah, I mean this would have been, or also, maybe Qui Gon could have been elevated to be could more have important. Been, uh, some of your times to cash in on toys because uh, Darth Maul would have been out there. He could have been a good guy in this scenario. Maybe Maul was found by the Jedi instead of maybe found by Yoda Sidious. Found him instead of you know. Oh, like, wouldn't that be Sidious some shit if like he like found? Uh, how, how the fuck? He I, found Darth can, Maul listen, on. Listen to us. <laughs> we just told he you might have went to Dathomir and found Maul. Fucking Yoda trains Darth Maul. But he's not Darth Maul anymore. Darth Maul, he'd just be like some a cool, na- a different name. But uh, where he trains him, and that's your good guy, right? And you, that way you could have that badass character with the double lightsabers, but this time he was trained by the Jedi because in this alternate reality, Yoda did like, uh, he, he went to Dathomir because he heard that there was like some dark side, uh, like the like the, yeah. the Night Sisters and stuff there. And he went to go eradicate the Night Sisters and found that they were torturing and abusing this child. He takes the child and that's who became Darth Maul. Maul was originally taken by Sidious and was like, oh, I can use him as a weapon. Look at how evil and, and just like disturbing he is. And it's like, well, what yeah. if he was rescued by Yoda 
And then Yoda brought him back to the temple and trained him as a Jedi. And then people would be like, well, I'm completely mind-fucked. I don't know what's going on now. And it was like, so are you going to watch or not? Oh, I'm absolutely going to watch that. Right, because it's like, this is is the kind of... It's like, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, you have all these movie companies all the time. Like, how many times do they try to do Fantastic Four? And they're like, they just try to reboot it all the time. We've been through like, uh, well, then they had the other uh, one that was like in the 1990s, if you count that one. That one's pretty shit. That one was basically made to uh, to just just try and make some quick cash. But uh, (laughs) they didn't. They didn't make shit off of that movie. They could have made more money off of vending machines. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Than fucking making that movie. (laughs) If somebody was like, I got this I got this Fantastic Four license in the 90s. And it's like, nobody's going to want to watch that shit. Uh, but like, look at how many times the Spider-Man has changed. Spider-Man has changed three times since although, just 2000. Although, all of them were like successful, though. So Spider-Man does get some credit. Well, yeah. But my thing is is that like you know they go back and they redo the storylines. And they just kind of cast different people. Like, oh, this is a different Peter Parker. This is a different MJ. Because the MJ that we have now that's, you know, Zendaya... It's completely different from Kirsten Dunst's version of MJ. Wait, Zendaya and Kirsten Dunst isn't the same character? No, it's not. What the fuck? Now, I will say, and now maybe this is controversial, but I like Zendaya's version of MJ better than Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. Maybe it's because I like Zendaya better as an actor, personally. I but I like her version of MJ more than I like the like the traditional, I guess, version of MJ from the older Spider-Man. I don't think she can act very well. I don't think Zendaya is a good actress. But I like the, what they're trying to do with the character. They're making MJ kind of different. I don't, I don't think she's a very good actress. You don't like Zendaya as an actress? I don't think she has very much personality. And she just doesn't bring anything to life that she does. So, she kind of seems bland. I don't know. Well, maybe that's just like her way of doing the character just comes across that way. But No, just all of her acting is <laughs> basically exactly the same. Because she, she started off on like the, uh, it was one of those Disney shows, right? Uh, was yeah, it Victorious Dunst, or something? I, I think Kristen Dunst is amazing, like as far as acting wise. And, and not uh, to say that I, I don't like Kristen Dunst. I just I I like the newer version. Maybe it's because I like the newer version of MJ with Tom Holland's version of Spider Man. Maybe that's why I like it because I feel like that works better with this version of Spider Man than the uh, no, Tobey Maguire no, Kirsten Dunst. Makes no sense. Tom Holland could not pull Zendaya. <laughs> um, but uh, he is a way better. Like he he has way more talent than her. So. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, but it's like, uh, as far as like, um, the, uh, oh, we'll have, we'll have to take a break here in a minute. Um, cause we've been going for almost an hour straight. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the main thing, uh, about this kind of idea, like you're saying, like, fuck it, let's just blow it up and go back to the start. And it's go like, back to one. go back to the original movie and be like, George. I understand that, you know, you were pretty salty about the way that Kathleen treated your script and everything that you wrote for episode seven, eight, and nine, and you kind of got shit on by Kathleen, who's supposed to be one of your friends, but what we're going to do is we've, we've already talked to Favreau, and Favreau will, will do these. He'll do at least the first three, 
and Favreau's going to direct these, and then we want you to do the script for it, working See, with I Favreau. Do Favreau in the movies, though. You wouldn't I do would Favreau want... in the movies. So if you weren't going to take Favreau, if you weren't going to take Favreau, because you want him to stay on Mandalorian, that's fair. I understand that. You need to stay on the TV to do yes. Mandalorian. Okay, so if you do that. Who would you bring in to be the director to guide Star Wars for at least a like a new one, two, three, knowing that you're not going to have like Revenge of the Sith or any of that kind of stuff? You're going to have to go somewhere with that story because you're remaking Star Wars from scratch. You're you're resetting everything basically. Who would you get to do at least maybe say the first three to start off like a new like a reboot re, like retcon trilogy? In my personal opinion, I'd get Justin. Lin. Justin Lin. Oh, okay. Um, that's that's that's. My I was idea. not thinking Justin Lin, but that's, that's my that's my personal choice. That's Justin not a Lin. bad idea. Um, I'm trying to think. He went. He went to film school with the Russo brothers. Uh, you know, he he's just as smart, just as intelligent. He he knows everything he's done from Fast and Furious to Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, I like Star Trek Beyond. I like what he did with the Fast and the Furious stuff. You know, super diverse, so he's going to cast really good. You know, he's an Asian-American. Yeah, I I think. So, you know, he's always going to have, like, he's going to have Asians that he casts, and he's going to try to keep everything. Yeah, he's going to try to keep everything diverse. Diverse, yeah. Like, you know, super wide or anything like that. Right. Uh, The film crews, like, the crews behind the scenes are going to be diverse because Justin Lin's kind of famous for that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think I would think I would, uh, let Justin Lin, like, uh, do the, you know, the new one, two, and three. The new, the retconned story. Um, yeah, so that'd be my opinion. I don't know if anybody has anything uh, that, but I think Justin man. Lin would, yeah, You know, I and I, I was trying to think about this. I was like, if you did want to bring in somebody new and... You know, Ryan Johnson is apparently still going to get his own Star Wars movies at some point. Um, they just haven't gotten to that point yet. And then the whole thing Not with, with the Game of Thrones guys, though. Yeah, the Benioff and Weiss stuff is basically done because they're gone. Um, Trying to rush Game of Thrones and then you got fired. And then y'all got fired anyway. Um, don't fuck with Game of Thrones. The people love that shit, and you basically just. You basically just Let's blew it. Let's hurry it up. Let's hurry it up. I, I, I don't care. We got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if you watch the uh, pitch meeting where they're talking about Ron the final Ron season. Like, I, don't, I, just, I don't care. I don't I care. Don't I, care. I, I just want to get this over with. It's like, we can give you more time. It's like, it's we like, don't need more time. I, I don't we care. We got to hurry up. We, we, we got to. care. Right. <laughs> and you can tell by the way that it was done. Yeah. Um, my thought was, and... I think maybe the reason that I think of this is because of Black Panther, but I think it'd be interesting to bring somebody in like Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler would be great. Because also. he did really good with Black Panther because he got the emotional stuff where you actually did feel for the villain and he was really good at being able to, to manage all these different characters. Why, what, which, for one, I don't think Killmonger is a villain. Just to say that. Uh... Killmonger's kind of like, he he's sort of a... He's an anti-hero. He's kind of an anti-hero, yeah. Because he's absolutely 100% right. Yeah, he's in the right. He's just... <laughs> 
He's just being a dick about it, so he's perceived as I don't being even a know villain. If he's being a dick about it. He's just right. <laughs> Honestly, he is just one hundred percent right in my opinion. I think that's um, why a lot of people like identify with Killmonger because you know there's Killmonger wasn't written as good in the comic book. This is Ron Coogler shit. This is Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan really taking something Wanting with that character. That line at the end, Michael B. Jordan wanted to say that wasn't written. Right, and when we went, we went to go see that in the theater. What's the thing that got the biggest reaction? It was, it was his. It was his line at the end where he was like, "I would rather, you know, die." Uh, what was the What was the line like again? My ancestors did uh, drowning in the ocean than, than live as a slave. Then live as a slave. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, then, or then, then, uh, then, uh, then live in bondage. Is, we're living yeah. bondage. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, is the same, yeah. Same, same idea. Yeah. You know basically what he's talking about. And the theater, we watched it in. People were like, fuck yeah. 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 People were like clapping over that. Everybody yeah, was sometime, like. Yeah. Uh, togetherness some, uh, from that point, from then on, somehow broke apart because black people, white people, Asians in that theater. Yeah, I mean, we're two white dudes. We went to go see yeah, Black Panther. We I fucking like, love that yes, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my favorite character from that like that whole movie was Shuri, because I thought Shuri was hilarious. She's a fucking genius. Yeah, you know? But, but Kukler, and, and then also with, with Kukler, you would also have the benefit of having Michael B. Jordan in a Star Wars film. And Tessa Thompson, probably. And Tessa Thompson, probably. You would have a diverse cast. Imagine Tessa as a Jedi. That'd be pretty badass. See, that's the thing about Coogler. He doesn't just cast black people either, because he had Martin Freeman and... uh, Circus. You know, know, Andy Circus and stuff like that. He gets a bunch of talented people, a bunch of diversity, and he throws it into the cast, the crew, like you're supposed to. Like, whenever you have these qualified people, these, these fun people with these new ideas... You put them in movies. You just don't just ignore them and just be like, well, let's go with the boring old, same old, same old bullshit. Yeah, like Jordan Peele, ever since he's been directing, like his movies have been killing it. Yeah, and... and Jordan Peele's another great director. Jordan Peele said that he'll he'll probably never ever cast like a white person as the lead, which is great, in my opinion, because there's a bunch of white people leading movies because, you know, uh, what you're supposed to do as a writer is you're supposed to write what you know. Jordan Pillar is a writer and he's a director. He knows he actually knows white people and black. He's not saying he's out to put white people in movies. He just doesn't he, want to have them be the lead. He just lead doesn't want them character. to be the lead characters because we, mean, we already have plenty of that shit. And there's always going to be plenty of white people lead characters always. And, and people get threatened by like, like, oh, white people shouldn't be leads in a movie. So, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, they can't be the lead in every fucking movie. Fucking Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, all these fucking people that's always going to be leads from their existence ever. Right. I mean, black people can lead movies too. Right, yeah. And that's why Jordan Pill's like, yeah, uh, my leads are going to be like Winston Duke and Lapidi Nyong'o and stuff like that. And. That's fucking. Uh, who was the lady that he got to do uh, Ma? Um, didn't he do that movie Ma? Uh, I don't know the horror movie. It was, yeah, what's her name like Taja. No. It's not Taraji P Henson. It's uh. No. Oh shit! What's her name? Um, it's not. It's not that that serious. I didn't because it's gonna it's gonna bother me now if I don't remember what her name is. Um. Uh, Octavia Spencer, yeah. Um, the main reason I remembered her was because she was also in the uh, Snowpiercer movie. But you didn't remember. 
I remember her. <laughs> I didn't remember her name. <laughs> I remember what she looks like. Does that make me racist? Oh man, I'm gonna get canceled now because they're like, you don't know who Octavia Spencer is. It's like I forgot what her name was. It happens. Uh, but that, that's probably a good point to take a break here, uh, sure. and then <laughs> on, uh, on on John not remembering the lady's name. Um, but uh, but yeah, my thought is is I, I I thought Ryan Coogler would be really good because I even thought when we were watching uh, Black Panther, I'm like this kind of feels like a prequel Star Wars movie. It feels kind of like you're a, just trying to out diverse me. That's all you were trying to. <laughs> it's like well, I went like with an Asian Justin American. Man, I'm gonna say Ryan Coogler. That's the only really good black director I know. Uh, no, there's like uh, what's the other one? Uh, John Singleton? Oh no, he wouldn't be good for Star Wars. That'd be pretty shit. Uh, there's some people. I was gonna just say like, if you would say Spike Lee, I'd be like you're canceled. Is that the only other black director you know? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, and uh, he's not that. <laughs> what was the other one? Is one of those dudes? His name is like Fuqua. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Antoine? Is it Antoine Fuqua? Uh, I forgot now. Yeah, you you said it. Is it is that what it is? Is Antoine Fuqua? Okay. Day and- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I was trying to remember what he was from, but I'm, I remember him. Yeah. Uh, Denzel movies. Yeah. Um, who did Equalizer? Who directed that? Was that Antoine Fuqua? Yeah. Oh, okay. It says another thing too. You could get somebody like Denzel to be in Star Wars. Do you imagine Denzel in Star Wars? That'd be pretty intense. I could. I could. That'd be pretty badass. Um, you know, and then if you wanted to introduce like uh, you know Keanu, and because uh, people are like, we should get Keanu in Star Wars. That'd be badass. But not as Revan. Just have him be like a completely new like Jedi character. That's just yeah, like absolutely. You know, maybe he could be like uh, like Qui Gon Jinn's brother or something. You know. Yeah. Let's not do that. Let's, Let's not, not do ruin that. This family stuff. <laughs> That's what ruined the whole fucking. Uh, that was kind of my point. It's like everybody. Yeah, everybody like, has to be related to somebody. Not Jin's brother. It's like fuck that. It's like he could just what be a totally new, new character. character. There's the like fuck? fucking five million planets in Star because, Wars. Look, look, if you guys listen to the show, me and John literally like had an argument where he was like. No, uh, so-and-so could be a new character. I'm like, no, A.J. Abrams is going to do some fucking shit that has something to do with other, you know, some other fucking Star Wars shit. And then John was like, no, there might be a new character. Uh, Snow could be this or that. And I'm like, no, J.J. Abrams is going to go back to some old bullshit. And what happened? J.J. Abrams went back to some old bullshit. And John was wrong because he was thinking new characters were actually going to be introduced. But they weren't. <laughs> okay, so I, I tried to give JJ more credit than he deserved. I mean, you know, that was your fault. Fucked Thinking JJ Abrams had originality in his body, right? He, he, I mean, the most original shit that he's probably done was was what the Star Trek, the two Star Trek movies. No, that wasn't even super original. It's just really great cast. It's probably Heroes was probably the. The, the most original shit he's ever done. You're right. But a lot of people say that he's the one that kind of fucked up Lost. But, you know, I don't know. Wait, didn't he also do... He did one of those... Uh, it wasn't It wasn't Alias. Was, was it Alias that he did? It was like the... Gen- with Jennifer, Jennifer Garner? Garner? Yeah, with Jennifer Gardner where she was like the, the age, secret agent or whatever. But did he did he do Alias? Because I know... Did he um, fuck that up? Did he <laughs> Because uh, Dark Angel was... was like, oh, oh, in the next episode of Alias, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. 
Emperor Palpatine comes back and they're like, wait, what the fuck? This isn't even the same universe, bro. The show, and it's like, it's like, no, but Palpatine comes back. It's like, man, you guys. He survived. We know you. We know you guys have some serious chubbies for you know Emperor Palpatine, and it's like, but he he's dead. Just let let the you know let the past die. If we're gonna learn anything from Kylo, it's like, why the fuck did Anakin die then? It's like he you, died for you, nothing. You literally shit on the fucking entire arc of a character, and then he didn't even get to pay it off in the end. So you can understand why people are pissed. Even if you're like, oh, you know, why don't you guys get over it or something? And it's like, because the story doesn't make sense anymore. It's stupid now. They just shoehorned a bunch of bullshit like in. Anakin, it's Anakin's story for six movies. And then a nine, you're not even let Anakin, like, finish his own story. Yeah, he just, he just, just gets like, a voice talking to Rey. And then this this bitch can call herself a Skywalker whenever Luke was horrible to her. And <laughs> teach her shit. If anything, she should have been an Organa because yeah, that was. Yeah, Leia was the only fucking person nice to her. Ara Solo. Yeah, yeah. I because mean, she fucking went on Han Solo's ship and he taught her some shit, and then he made out. Then she made out with his son. Right. Yeah. So uh, she should have been a Solo Ara Organa. Why wouldn't the that fuck have been is she a Skywalker? Wouldn't that have been funny if uh, she was like Ray who and she's like. Ray Solo. <laughs> yeah, I would and it's like, like okay, oh, that makes more sense than Skywalker. Right? Yeah, it's like it's like Luke didn't even really like you. You met Luke once. Yeah, and, and then, then and then he met him again as a ghost. ghost. You're right. Once alive, once dead. Yeah. And now you're a Skywalker. Yeah. What? <laughs> you fucking basically live with Leia. Right. <laughs> Leia actually trained you and everything, taught you how to build a lightsaber. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I, you know, for Leia. And it's like, well, Leia wasn't, she was an Organa. What the yeah, fuck are you? she was adopted by uh, fucking Bail Organa. Why'd you take Luke's name? It yeah, Luke didn't even really like you that much. He just kind of dealt with you because he kind of got, he sort of felt bad because Yoda got into his ass about it. <laughs> um,. But uh, we're, we're going to take a break here. Then when we come back, we'll, we'll get into some more. Yes. Uh, I think um, I think it's interesting, like the idea of you have of, of like th- them going all the way back to episode one and just like, yeah. fuck it, let's just kind of go back to the start and just do some new shit. Then you can um, introduce some more characters. You could even have Timothy Chalamet get cast. At- <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's going to be busy with Dune. Right. Yeah. Um, hopefully, he does a good job. I don't know much about the kid, but hey, you know, could could do good. Yeah, could do good. Maybe we get some Logan Lerman in our Star Wars. Yeah, I'd even like to see like uh, it'd be kind of funny to see them sort of reunited. Be be like uh, Cara Delevingne and uh, Dane DeHaan. Mm. Yeah, 
You could have them be kind of like the new twins, I guess, because they, they look so much like like each other. You know, like from Valerian. I still yeah. need to watch Valerian, but uh, but yeah, it's like when you see them, you're like, I totally believe that they would be brother and sister. Absolutely. Because they have they have those those fucking unique eyes, both of them. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you wanted to have them be like the new twins of this trilogy, if you're like, well, we're gonna have twins, but it's not gonna be Luke and Leia because we've already done all that. It's like, but we're gonna have a new set of twins. And it's like maybe one of the twins is like, uh, you know, more on the Jedi path, and then like the the evil one will be the other one, and they well, they went the down. Han's gonna have to be the evil. One. He'd have to be the evil one, and Cara Delevingne would have to be the the Jedi one, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That also fits Kathleen's feminist agenda because <laughs> the girl would be good and the man would be evil. Yeah. <laughs> That's but how we're going to sell this to Kathleen. Also Look, Dan- the main villain is going to be a man because men are fucking evil. <laughs> Dane DeHaan looks evil. He looks evil as fuck. It's like, have you ever seen anything that he did as the fucking Green Goblin? <laughs> he looks evil as shit in that movie. Yeah, a lot of people hated it because I think he looked too evil. They're like that's a little bit too much over the top for uh, for Harry Osborn. It's like it's like, but I think you guys are just comparing him to James Franco. You know. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. They're like, well, James Franco, you know, he's like a handsome dude. He just kind of looks like a normal dude, and it's like. The Day Dehan ugly as fuck. Yeah, he ugly as fuck. He's just too evil. Nah, he's he, too he's evil. Actually, also good looking. That's yeah, bitch. that's that beautiful sum of a bitch. You know who I'd also like to see uh, in like a Star Wars movie, and it'd be Emma cool to Watson. see. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking that, but yeah, Emma Watson and would be good too, hair. right? Apparently, <laughs> um, that's the thing people think her hair is magical. Is that just because she was in Harry Potter, or why do they think her hair is magical? I've never heard of that. What? What? What is that? It's is a that a Matt Pat thing? I haven't uh, watched it yet. Though. Really? Yeah. That's a film theory thing that em- yeah. that Emma Watson Emma has Watson's like legit magical. M- magical hair. Okay, that now I'm gonna true. I'm now I'm gonna have to watch that because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Watch everything, Matt Pat. We're trying to keep up, but he comes up with too many videos. Yeah, he has too many fucking theories because he has too much time on his hands. What do you do? What yeah, do you it's do? Like, I know you're married and you have a child. Are you, you not you paying ever attention spend to them? Time with your child, right? <laughs> it's like, look, I can't spend time with the baby. I got to go down into the basement do and do Scooby Doo theories. <laughs> I gotta do. I gotta do uh, film theories about Scooby Doo movies. You have a kid. It's like. What was your dad doing all your life? These film theories. He was doing these fucking bullshit on YouTube. (laughs) It's like, that's why I have a a condition. What, you mean like like in the fucking Joker movie when he's laughing and stuff and he has to give people the card like, I have a condition? Yeah, MatPat has a condition. He has to look up theories to see if they're correct. It's like, it's a fucking mental condition. I'm almost convinced that that's what it is at this point because it's like the Wait, amount of shit that are he puts you saying out. Matt Pat is the Joker? He could be the Joker. He's done a lot of Joker well, theories. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just a, a theory. theory. A, a film theory. theory. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> You're welcome, Matt Pat. You're welcome. We just gave you some free publicity like yeah. we do for Ozzy Man. Um. Uh, and then also we're... Oh, uh, Ozzy Man, by the way, i seen this other person doing a video about uh, uh, Catherine Ohashi, so I think there's a lawsuit. Because uh, I think you got the monopoly on that shit. Oh, the uh, Caitlin Ohashi stuff? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, spready to the gods. Of the Some same, flippy, spinny of the same event, too, by the way, and it was recent, so I think they, they, they you know, they ripped you off. Yeah, because I know he did the one where she did the uh, the military training course, no, if you've seen one, that video. Yeah, I've seen that one. But I'm Where she about, does the obstacle course or whatever. I'm talking about the, you know, the splitties. Oh, yeah, when she's, when she's doing her uh, gymnastics routine. The one that Ozzy Man kind of, the one that Ozzy Man did. Where yeah. she's doing the floor routine or whatever. Like, don't make a dick joke, don't make a dick joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a recovering stiffy-aholic. This recovering stiffy-holic, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this will eventually just be, just be like yeah, John and Steve just pimp out other YouTube channels. Yeah, that it's they like, like we're just advertising. Because we've already advertised like Star Wars Theory and fucking Film Theory and this uh, Overlord DVD guy that has all this supposedly inside information on Lucasfilm. And he's just a fucking liar. <laughs> or he's just a liar and he has this weird fucking mask that he does in he's all of his videos. He's either Pat or he's PewDiePie. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're going to prove that uh, Dictor Von Doomcock is actually PewDiePie's theory channel. Hmm. It's like, wait a minute, what? It's like, yeah, because, you know, he's like, he said the N-word on a live stream. So, you know, at any he's point, YouTube could be like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, we're just going to cut you out. Um, like uh, like Twitch did a Dr. Disrespect, if you know anything about that. I don't. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he he had like a, it was like a $25 million contract with Twitch, just poof, gone. He got banned. <laughs> and people are like, and they won't say why he got banned. And I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like, first of all, how the fuck do you make $25 million streaming on Twitch? Because I need to get into that fucking job. That's what I need to be doing. Also, is Twitch even worth $25 million? They're, well, they're owned by Amazon, so they're worth a lot. They, uh, because the whole thing where uh, Ninja went to Mixer, and Mixer... Oh, that's racist. <laughs> that's not racist. It's literally like a white dude with multiple colored hair. Um, he calls himself Ninja. Calls himself Ninja. Yeah, he's like this white dude from Detroit. Yeah, he's racist. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Ninja, he... Uh, he Ninja's he, code. He's code. For the, the N-word. N-word. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ninja, so he left to go to Mixer. That. That, that's, yeah, so that, that is racist. Because that's in St. Claude Posse, he uses the word Ninja as yeah, a replacement. Yeah, racist. Yeah. Yeah, if you know anything about ICP, you know that's the case. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he he left Twitch to go to Mixer, uh, which was Microsoft's like supposed to be competitor to Twitch. Microsoft and, also racist. And they uh, should be micro hard. <laughs> micro hard, yeah. We don't want to be talking about no soft penis up in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, he goes to Mixer. Mixer gives gives this motherfucker a thirty million dollar contract to play Fortnite. On their platform, right? Who's this? The ninja dude. He got paid $30 million to leave and go to Mixer to to fucking play Fortnite, basically. And then what Twitch did was they were like, Dr. Disrespect, you're the only other guy we have that's probably worth the shit. So we're going to give you like $25 million to stay. And then all of a sudden he just gets banned out of nowhere. Should we start playing Fortnite? Apparently Fortnite is where you make your fucking money because if these dudes are getting $25 and $30 million to play Fortnite for several years, fuck, I'll learn how to play Fortnite if you're going to pay me $30 million. 
Fuck that. I'll do it for a meal. Right, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, call me up. Like, 900 grand, I'm cool with. I'll do it for some fucking food <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by Fusakli's Chicken Fingers. You can't fake the foo. Uh, <laughs> you can't come the foo. Yeah, right. Whatever the fuck that means. Did, did, you, did you say you can't come in the foo? What did you, you say? Oh, no, you can definitely come in the foo. <laughs> and they often do come in the That's what's in their sauce. <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna get sued. Oh my god, guys, on uh, fucking uh, uh, podcast, we're talking about Fusakli's workers jack off into the sauce. That's why Fusakli's only hire men. Right. It's not because they're sexist, it's because they need all that nut. They need all that nut. They need all that nut. They make the special sauce. Right. And Zaxby's hires women. Right. And That's why Popeyes, I like eating at Zaxby's. Then Popeye's hires black women. I mean, hey. That's why they're better than both of them. <laughs> right? Because they can actually cook instead of jacking off and to, to mayonnaise and hot sauce. And man sauce. <laughs> We're going to get so canceled for this. I don't think so. I think we're being... I think, I think the fact that, uh, that, I mean, it's like, look, if you've ever had, a, you know, cooking from like, uh, like, a, like a black mom, it's, it's damn good food. A cooking from a black mom. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Does that mean I'm gonna get canceled now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you meant to say that, but I know you're a little tipsy. Right. Yeah. I'm. I've been drinking, so <laughs> I can fly. I'm a pilot. I'm not a racist. <laughs> I can fly. I'm not a racist. He's a liar. <laughs> uh, his, his 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 Nike checks on his socks are white. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> why are you trying to exploit a motherfucker? <laughs> I think every I think all the Nike checks are white. Um, no, if you get white socks, they have black Nike checks on them because I oh, have white oh, I have oh, white oh, Nike oh, socks, oh, so they have oh. black checks on them. Whoa, that's edgy. That's yeah, edgy stuff right there. So what are we? But then if you get gray socks, I think they have black on them. Still. You know, I think the the Washington <laughs> Redskins should rename their team to the Stormtroopers. The Stormtroopers. They'd have to run that by Lucasfilm. You just imagine them calling and being like, we just want to be called the Stormtroopers. And it's like, you know, the Stormtroopers are based on, like, the troopers from Nazi Germany, right? Are you guys trying to become more racist? The uh, shit. The rebels? We wanted... like, nope, you can't actually use that. You can't use rebels because that's related to the Confederacy. Wait, is Star Wars going to have to change that? Yeah, they're like, well, wait a minute. It's like in Star Wars, they have rebels, and they were trying to secede from their union. And they were the good guys. And they were uh, they were the good guys, wait, right? is George Lucas racist? Is George Lucas racist? No, obviously he's not. Anybody Could you imagine the fucking uh, the, the Death and Star? And George Lucas' the... black wife is like, no, obviously he isn't racist. <laughs> Right, he has a black wife. I mean, I even heard somebody say, like, well, just because you're married to a black person, that doesn't mean you can't be racist. It's like, I'm that, pretty sure... No, that that is true. That is true. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> you can so does that mean that, like, you're only... You're, you're not racist to black women because you married one. Obviously, you have a relationship with one. But you can't be racist to black men? Is that, what that, is that how that how works? I don't know exactly how that works. Because I'm not that way. But... You can still be a piece of shit no matter who you're married to. That's my point. Okay. Are you using your dad as an example? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, that I makes mean, sense. I mean, he can be an example. I wasn't using him specifically for that, but yeah, my dad is a piece of shit. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, no matter who he was married to, even though it was a saint for a part of it, and then basically Satan. Right. Um, <laughs> Sabrina being Satan. If you ever listen to this, Sabrina, again, go fuck I yourself. Actually, you know, I wouldn't actually consider my dad a racist, though, so... You know, maybe piece at of least, shit. At I, least I, he I, wasn't a racist, I guess, right? I don't know <laughs> On top if that makes that? it better. You're still a piece of shit, but he, at least... I don't, I don't think I've ever heard my dad say the N-word or anything like that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's good or, you know... that's. He's that, still a piece not, of shit, though. That's not good enough. Nah, I don't know if that, yeah. That doesn't give you a pass. That doesn't give you a pass. It's like, well, he's person. a piece of shit, but at least he wasn't racist. Like, at he's still a piece of shit. Edward, it's like, he still could have been racist. <laughs> could you imagine some you, shit? You still could be racist if you didn't say the N-word. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? There's a video of this guy. Uh, I there's feel like I just said that like Donald Glover. I don't know. I might be too drunk. <laughs> I feel like I just sounded like Donald Glover. Uh, right. Uh, but there's like this video of like this uh, guy. He's like, or there's like, it's like this, uh, like this white. He's like a teenager. He's like this white teenage guy, and he gets into like this whole thing at like a restaurant. I, I, it looks like it might be like a McDonald's or some kind of a fast food, and it's like this. It's like a black dude that he's talking to, and he was like, uh, he was like, uh, he's, what does he say? He's like, I don't want to call you the N word. Uh, but you know you're being a, a piece of shit black guy right now, and he literally picks that white dude up and throws him over the counter. <laughs> well, that's good, right? Actually, for maybe maybe this can be a public service announcement right now. Uh, if you guys ever wanted to point out, whenever people are actually racist, right? But you don't know if they are or not. Here's some tips from someone. That was born and raised in the state of Alabama. That uh, definitely is not. <laughs> um, one of the things is, is if anybody ever says to you, "If I'm ra- I'm not racist, but they are. They they're racist, right? Uh, and if anyone ever says to you, uh, but I have a black friend, <laughs> they might." Still doesn't mean you're not racist. Right. You can have black friends, still be racist. Uh, yeah, that's very true. That is true. That is 100% true. Because, for one, I don't point out to people that I have black friends. That's if you feel like you have the need to point it out, then that means that there's there's something going on if there. If you do it in a conversation and you're trying to make a different alternative point. Right. And it was like, I'm not racist because I have black friends, but so-and-so, so and then you go on to say racist shit. And it's you're like... You're still racist. Right. Because you're not saying it in the proximity of your actual black friends. Anyway, you're saying it to other white people so you don't look like you're yeah, the asshole. So you're being racist even though you like these people, uh, maybe, or you, you're just, like, saying that because. But, yeah, I mean, those are some signs. I'm not racist, but inward, 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 this, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, so-and-so was a good, uh, Robert E. Lee was a good dude because, you know, he did this. 
more people would have died if he wouldn't have surrendered. And it's like, yeah, but more a lot of people died because he didn't surrender sooner. You could also make that argument, couldn't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can't just say, like, hey, you know, at least everyone in the South didn't die because Robert Lee, you know, fucking uh, surrendered. It's like, yeah, but uh, still a lot did over nothing. Over, actually, a lot. I, no, and I'm not going to say over nothing. I mean, over just stupidity. Yeah. Who cares if you're going to beat them or not? What the fuck were you fighting for? Who cares? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, what are you fighting for at that point? Only racism. Yeah, I think, uh... At a certain point, you're only fighting for racism. Yeah. You can start off with, hey, we just don't want to be a part of the union, and then at a certain point you're like, well, there's a lot of people that just died. Uh, what are you fighting for now? Yeah. You're just going to like let all your people get killed? For uh, some ideals. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... It, and at a certain point you're fighting for racism. It's, uh... I think, uh... That's and that that's one of the things uh, like kind of getting back to Star Wars that like some of the piss- stuff you know some of the stuff was based off that because there's a lot of prejudice in Star Wars. And yeah, well, I mean, that's even intentional, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, even like the droids are discriminated against because like in um fucking A New Hope, when three uh, PO and R two D two try to go into the Mos Eisley Cantina, the guy's like, "Your droids, they're gonna have to wait outside. We don't serve their kind here." Yeah, you know, like that's literally, that's that's like a thing of dialogue in the movie. He was like, "Get your droids out of here. We don't serve their kind." Yeah, because they're the workers. They were actually supposed to be like the representation of like slavery. Because R two and three PO, I mean, even though you know they're like they're like characters that appear in like all throughout Star Wars, essentially the droids are basically slaves because they're programmed to do a task and they you know work for humans that's and aliens why and stuff. Treated like that, and the good people treat them good and the bad people treat them you know like bad people treat disposable and useless you know you know like it's horrible but the good news for us right now is that shit's coming to an end you know and uh that's just great because it's been way overdue because there's been periods in my life where you know just to be honest like I've never even thought about it because I thought that was a thing that's already been expired. Like, that's not a thing that's going on anymore. And then you see... Oh, well, you know... Then you see, you know, George Floyd get get murdered. And then, you know, you have people on one side be like... You know, that, that was wrong to murder him. Then you have other people just like... Well, he was a criminal anyway. It's like, okay, but what does that mean he gets murdered? I mean, he wasn't murdering someone and the cop came up and saved another person. Right. A fake counterfeit $20 bill. That can happen to anyone. I, I could have a fake $20 bill in my wallet right now. I don't, don't even know. You know how many fake bills are in currency in the United States of America? It's It's more common than you think. Someone just fucking killed me over that? Like, what? Uh, 
I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. And I, I, I'm glad I don't get it, actually. I, I just don't. Right. But it's that's one of the things, too, is that, like, whenever you look at, like, what... Like, people always say, like, especially with, like, Kathleen Kennedy and her reign in Star Wars is that, like, she's pushed that feminist agenda so much that it's pissed people off because they made Leia look like an absolute saint and they made Holdo look like she's this brave, awesome person and she saved all these people and all this kind of stuff and yet, you know, Poe Dameron, he's a fuck-up, he's a hothead, they made, you know, all the men to be look like idiots and stuff and Kylo Ren, he's fucking evil and he just wants to rule everything like every man ever and all this kind of stuff. And then you see this kind of stuff and you're like, okay, at, w- at what point in your worldview do you look at a Star Wars movie and you're like, I find all this gender politics stuff all over it. And I'm like, I don't, like, I know people got into Ryan Johnson because of the whole war profiteering thing that he, he put in The Last Jedi. And I'm like, does it completely belong in Star Wars? Maybe not, but he does make a point. He was like, both sides profit off of this war, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, technically, I guess, but I mean, but my thing is, is that like everybody wanted to say like, oh, Ryan Johnson just like threw his agenda in there, and that's why Last Jedi sucks. And then they turned Luke into like this miserable old man and and everything. And it's like, yeah, him and, and Mark Hamill didn't see eye to eye on what, you know, Ryan thought Luke would be in a different place than what Mark Hamill thought Luke would be in. But it's like, ultimately... Which ultimately, Mark Hamill is right. I will say that. I do like The Last Jedi, but Mark Hamill is right. And the reason I can say that is because that's Mark Hamill's character. Well, so if I'm anybody's going to understand Luke Skywalker, it's going to be the guy who plays him, right? Yeah, it's so Mark I'm Hamill. Not, so I'll, I'll side with the people on that one because I side with Mark Hamill on that. Yeah, I think Mark was like, ah, he's like, I just figured that Luke would be in a much different place than just kind of this bis- this miserable, bitter old man that just is kind he, of like, fuck the Jedi. Even and, our last Jedi episode that we did, we are just kind of like, because ah, well, we watched it in theaters and we were just kind of yeah. like, oh, that's, that's not... That's not right. That's not really how Luke is. That's not how Luke would be at this point. It's but. like, but maybe they're going to do something with this. And it's like, and, and Ryan does try to pay it off at the end where it's like, he kind of gets his, he, he sort of gets that kick in the ass by Yoda. And it's like, look, you know, they are what we leave behind. The The things that we teach them are going to be our legacy. And it's like, are you going to be miserable and be bitter about, you know, your your academy didn't work and you didn't maybe train Kylo correctly or something? It's like, are you going to sit in this shit you forever? You didn't win that Oscar. You didn't, Come on. You, didn't win, you didn't win that fucking Academy Award and now you're salty about it. And Yoda was like, you know, are you just, are you going to just sit in, in your, and in, in mire in your, your depression forever or are you actually going to go out there and do something about it, you know? And, you know, like he has the line, he's like, the greatest teacher failure is. And it's like, that's that's pretty poignant because it's like, sometimes when you learn the most shit is when you fuck up and do something wrong. Those cannot do teach. And those who cannot teach, teach PE. <laughs> is that from... Is that from a show? Did you get that from a TV show? That's from School of Rock. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's oh, yeah. I mean, okay. 
he was in the teacher's lounge or whatever, and he was like, he was like, those who cannot do, teach. Those who cannot teach, teach PE. Uh, teach PE. There was a PE teacher right there, and he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of right, though. Usually, like, the person who has, like, there's, like, the worst teacher is the person that they get to run PE. That's pretty accurate, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, man, that's one of my favorite Jabot movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I know that, like, there's so many people that have, like, really rebelled against Kathleen's, like, like term as the head of Lucasfilm. Would you say her title at Lucasfilm is, um, cunt? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, executive cunt, actually. Oh, okay. You gotta put okay. the executive okay. on there. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh man, uh. <laughs> this this whole video, this this whole thing is gonna de- get demonetized. Anchor's gonna be like, we can't support this shit. <laughs> we, you guys, you guys have went over everything, and I everything you said that. is. I respect. It's like, look, if you're gonna demonetize this, that's fine, but you can't, you can't take away the the, the voice of the voiceless. Um, yeah. We're not talking about CM Punk. We're talking Rise about Rise up! Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no. um, Rise but up to... We gotta, we gotta destroy that feminist agenda. It's like, what? but Tina Fey's a feminist. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, she's not... Uh, well, she's not a militant, like, cunt feminist. Like, some of them are. <laughs> That's the difference. There's difference. Uh, There's levels to feminism, for sure. Yes. We definitely want more women in movies, because women are awesome. Right, yeah. But we also don't want women murdering men, which is the militant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's just cut all their dicks off. Throw them in the tall grass. Never to be found again. Did you just get that from the Chappelle sketch about the gorilla ripping the dude's dick off? Yes. But let's do it for real. Let's do it for real. Rip all the dicks off. It's like, that's why I like Wonder Woman, because it's an island of nothing but women. It's like, wait, so you're not a feminist. You're just a straight-up lesbian. There's a difference. Yeah, (laughs) there's no way there's that many women on an island of nothing but women. Because (laughs) the thing I know is... uh, you gotta That's have possible. Di- you gotta have dick eventually, right? <laughs> That's not how I was gonna say it. But okay. The, uh, reproduction. You gotta have reproduction at some point. And eventually, Chris Pine does come and come again. <laughs> oh, he definitely comes. Oh man, Gal Gadot. It's uh, it does, it, that Gal Gadot. <laughs> we have been we've been drinking so I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it to Gal Gadot. You're 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 a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, just can't do it. She she she's a classy chick, man. Don't don't bring her I down to that level. I can't do it to Gal Gadot. I try to I try to say pussy after that. I just, I just like Gal Gadot got in my head and I was just like I want to like hug her and then I try to say pussy after that and I was like I. I, I can't. Hey, you just you felt bad about it. Yeah, I feel really bad about that. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <sighs> but uh, but yeah, it's like I think that it's like I think the the problem that they had with all the Star Wars to begin with is 
I think it goes back to that movie that they did that was uh, The People versus George Lucas. Because I watched that movie, and the movie just pissed me off. Because everybody was like, George Lucas shut up my childhood. And he wanted to go in and redo all these movies, and he made it where fucking... You know, Greedo shirts shoots first, and then Han like reacts and shoots second and stuff. And that's not how it was in the original movie. In the original movie, Han shot first, and then you know they they wanted to talk about like the midichlorians and like he ruined the Force because he introduced the midichlorians. And then you know if everybody wanted to talk about like Jar Jar and how much they hated Jar Jar and they thought that character was stupid. Everybody wanted to talk shit about George Lucas, right? It's so much to the point where he was just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to sell it off to a company that I feel I can do probably a good job with it, or that I at least trust to a degree. (laughs) I'm just going to sell it to Disney, and fuck it. And then I'm going to step down, and I'm going to put Kathleen in charge of of the studio to take my place. Because I've known Kathleen for decades, I've known her for a long time. She's uh, good friends with Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Because you got to clarify, right? Yeah. Not uh, Right, and that's you mean Summers? Did you did, did you what did you say? Sodenheimer. Sodenheimer? Steven Sodenheimer? Are you talking about Steven Soderbergh? Are those two different people? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who Sodenheimer is. Sodenheimer's probably a person. Did right? you did you just make that shit up? I feel like it's a producer. Okay. Maybe you're right, I don't know. Um He's produced such classics as Dick Wolf Dick. Um, <laughs> Leprechaun 2. <laughs> no, no, no. Leprechaun 3 and a half. Leprechaun 3 and a half. Oh, I didn't realize they had a half movie. It Did was Jimmy that... Shimmy Cocoa Pop. <laughs> oh, man. And he also did the lighting on Dracula Dead and Loving It. And then also Twilight 2. Right. <laughs> that was uh, Steven, Steven Sotenheimer. Is that what the fuck? He just created this dude out of nowhere. <laughs> I feel like he's real now. Because <laughs> he's, touched, he's touched so many hearts. Oh, God. He's touched so many hearts. Maybe he should direct the next Star Wars movie. Maybe he should. Yeah, the mythical man that we don't even know if he actually exists. Um, <laughs> but that was that was one of the problems, is that everybody was like, George is the problem with Star Wars. And then what happens? Kathleen does his couple, ver- her version. Star Wars movies in, it's like... Bring George back. We need George back. This is... Yeah, the grass was like fucking totally super green on the other side, motherfuckers. Wasn't it? Green as fuck on the other side, right? But then you get over there and then you realize it's like Kathleen Kennedy is not George Lucas and you're like, oh, fuck. This is not at all what we wanted. You're telling me the person that created Star Wars is actually better than somebody that just wants to do some fucking feminist agenda bullshit? (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, what a revelation. What a revelation. Right. It's like, so you're telling me the creator of Star Wars <laughs> is a better choice to, to move along the story of Star Wars than some chick that just wants to make sure a chick is just unfucking touchable That's not how you do any story. Right. In any comic book, any movie, any book. There's never been a story ever where somebody is so overpowered with no weakness throughout three movies where you're just like, yeah, this is a great character. Superman 
himself is in that. And it's he's literally Superman. He is Superman. He has almost no weaknesses. Watch the Christopher Reeve Superman. It's always his humanity that is his weakness. Right. Always. Ray in the Star Wars movies has no humanity. She is just a god. Do you think that that that's ultimately going to be the thing that sort of maybe ruins these movies for future generations is the fact that Rey is is like too overpowered as a character and has no flaws because there are like little girls love Rey because they think of her as a hero like you see little girls all the time around Halloween that are dressed like Rey and I've seen all that kind of stuff zero people in my area dressed as yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you'd see, like, uh, when you have, like, these uh, parents that go to, like, Star Wars Celebration and stuff, and they have little girls, a lot of times they're dressed as, like, Rey, or they might be dressed as, like, Princess Leia, you know, depending. Probably Princess Leia. But you see little girls dressed as Rey, you know. Where? At, like, uh, like Star Wars Celebration, and then uh, at the, the Disney Park, um, what's it called, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Have you actually seen that? I've seen like pictures, yeah, of like uh, there's a little girl dressed as Ray, and then she went On up what to. What site is this? A Disney site that you've seen this? I think it was a Star Wars site. It was the I think it was the official Star Wars site. Okay. So was that just, just propaganda? Assume, probably. <laughs> they were like, "Look, little girls love Ray." It's That's like, what I'm saying. do they? Like, I don't actually see it in the world. But little girls will dress up as Princess Leia all the time. Yeah. Because Leia is a badass. Which I've also never seen. You ever seen, like, you never seen little girls dressed up as Leia? With, like, the cinnamon bun hair and the white dress? For for Halloween. When I take my kids to Halloween and stuff like that. Never seen Ray. Never seen Leia. I thought we saw, like, one girl that was dressed as Ray uh, the last time they went trick or treating. Nope. Did we see one girl dressed as Ray? Nope. I didn't see that. Uh, Maybe I just saw that. I've seen Yoda. I've seen Obi-Wan's. I've seen, you know... uh, Vader a lot. I haven't seen, actually... I only usually see adults dressed as Vader. Yeah, usually it's, like, older guys that are dressed as Vader. I've never seen a kid dressed as Vader in real life. Um, Yeah, I've never seen a Ray. But that was the whole thing that they were trying to do, right? Is they're like, well, we want to have, like, a female hero that, like, little girls can be proud of. Like, that's, that's I think, one of the things Kathleen Kennedy was like, oh, we're going to have all these, like, female heroes, like Sabine. And, you know, like we're going to, you know, try and elevate Ahsoka and make her, like, this much bigger character and stuff that's not just in Clone Wars, but maybe in other things. And they have all these different uh, things going on where they have these, like you know, female characters in these roles. And then you started seeing all this stuff happening on like YouTube and all this like social media stuff where people were like, why are they trying to make big characters out of like Rose? And why are they, why is Ray so overpowered and stuff like that? And it's not that it's not the fact that they're a female. It's that they feel like in the case of Ray, she didn't earn any of it. She just, she started off and she was a badass from day one could stand toe-to-toe with Kylo, who has actually been trained by Luke, for one. She and has then, no story arc. 
Yeah, she she basically she's just kind of like she just she just drop you just drop into this world and you're like here's this character, and Ray doesn't really ever grow like as a person. What she is in Force Awakens is basically what she is at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so when you see it, you're just not like, oh, this is the chick that's had failure. She's had to rise up. Setbacks, and, and she's had to you learn. Just like, well, of course she wins, because she just wins everything. Right. And that's, I think that's one of the things... Do you think that that was just strictly, like, that that was stuff that Kathleen wanted to do, or do you think that was Kathleen and J.J.? doing that or do you well, think it was I a think, JJ thing I think it was both because uh, JJ is a yes boy he's a yes man yeah. yes ma'am I, I will definitely make Ray overpowered yes ma'am yeah I, I think that's also because she's not quite as overpowered in The Last Jedi um, but no one liked that movie apparently so yeah, that's the movie that everybody points to as, like, the problem point. And I'm like, well, the thing is, is that, like, it, it would be different if J.J. had done all three movies with his story. Then, you know, maybe things would have been different. You know, maybe if Ryan had done all three movies with, with his style, you would have had a totally different story, right? Because Ryan does different shit than J.J. does. Well, the Ryan problem probably would have casted Chris Evans in his. Right. <laughs> oh man, the the thing about all this though, as I think that what what happened was, is that they they had all these things that like I think Kathleen wanted to do because she had stuff that she wanted to to see, and then JJ had stuff that he wanted to see, and they didn't want to have George really involved with any of this because, as we know, they basically threw a script out. They threw out all of his story ideas. And was like, yeah, fuck all that. We don't really care about what George wrote. We don't. It's like we we appreciate you giving it to us, George, but we don't really give a fuck about it. So they just threw it in the trash, right? And it's like I think that's one of the things. That's one of the reasons why George didn't bother to really try to interact with like any of these main movies. The only one that he visited the set of that I remember was the solo movie, and that's because he's you know good friends with Ron Howard. Because yeah, he's known Ron Howard since like the American Graffiti days, and he was like, "Well, if Ron's working on this, I want to, I, I kind of want to see what he's doing with it, because he's doing the Han Solo movie." And you see pictures of him with Ron Howard on set and everything. It feels like they were like, "Well, we appreciate the world that George set up, but we don't really want George involved in this because he created the prequels, and the prequels are toxic." How many people have you heard now that are like, "You know what? Actually." The prequels are, at least they're, they're, they're better written than the newer stuff they came up with. How many people have you seen now that are like, eh, the prequels actually aren't that bad in comparison to all of the, you know, the J.J. Abrams stuff and the Kathleen Kennedy era, you know, this sequel trilogy stuff, you know. And, and I think that a lot of times that's what the difference is, is that... George, when he wrote those trilogies, he had everything written at once, and he knew what he was going to do. And now some things he would fill in as he went, or he might make ad-libs and change stuff because of an actor. You know, like Mace Windu was not supposed to have a purple lightsaber until Samuel L. Jackson was like, I want a purple lightsaber. And they're like, 
Yeah, fuck it, you're Mace Windu, whatever, you know. If you want to have a personal lightsaber, we'll do that. But George had an overarching idea of what he wanted, you know, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith to be. And the problem with the new trilogy was, it was kind of like, do the first part, and then we'll just kind of wing it after that. Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. We'll figure it out as we go, man. And it's like, you can't do a trilogy like that. Do you imagine if Kevin Feige did that? Where he's like, do Captain America 1, and then we're not going to have any plans for Captain America 2. We have no fucking clue what we're going to do. And then we're just going to write that shit on the fly. No, I mean, yeah, it'd be like uh, doing, like, Affinity War. And then just be like, yeah, the next one, we'll just, we'll just wing it. Yeah. This is, a, this is a movie that's several hundred million dollars to make. We'll just wing it. We're just going to fucking wing it. It's like, and Kathleen is supposed to be a producer, right? Kathleen Kennedy, that's how she made her... She's supposed to be. She's supposed to be a producer, so she's... She's supposed to be a producer. She's supposed to know how to she's do this. She's supposed to be a producer. If we've learned anything from this, 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 you know, these, like, nearly two hours now... Is that she's supposed to be She's supposed to be a producer, but she doesn't know how to put together three fucking movies in Star Wars... It's the most bankable fucking thing that you can make money on. Kevin it's like, Feige organizes more when he's jack a dick. <laughs> Into the Fusakli sauce, right? Into the Fusakli <laughs> sauce. <laughs> because all Foo sauce is made by Kevin Feige's jack in it. juice. <laughs> and we're all grateful for it. <laughs> uh, so we all, can all taste his genius. All hell marvel. <laughs> right. Um... But that's the thing, it's like... And Satan, which is Disney. <laughs> Are you saying Hail Satan? Yes. Okay. And by Satan, you mean Disney? Yes. Okay. Walt Disney or just the company? No, not Walt Disney. That made me a racist. Oh, uh, okay. Because he, he hated Jews. Because he was a Nazi. Yeah, he basically hated Jews. Ugh. You think I, that... I, you think like, Walt I, don't, Disney... I actually don't like that whole skit now. <laughs> <laughs> That was a skit. That wasn't real. Uh, yeah. That, that just made me uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, you know, because he did hate Jews. It's like, oh, man, that's right. It's that's like the thing whenever uh, Allison Bree said uh, Mel Gibson called her an oven dodger one time. <laughs> an oven dodger? Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. And I was like... Was Mel Gibson joking, or calling a, a little Jewish girl an oven dodger just isn't, that's, uh, wow. that's really bad. That's, uh, that's bad. How, how long ago did he do that? Did he do that when he was in his, like, drunken disorderly phase, when he was doing yeah, the rants? that was a few years ago, so that would have been a, in a psycho period. Oh, when he was like really off yeah, the deep end. Like, yeah, she would have been like twenty-one or twenty-two or something like that. Wow. Because she said something about like she was Jewish or something, and he's like, "You're not an oven dodger, are you?" It's like when I heard that, Whoa. I was like, "Holy shit!" That was like, he was in a real bad spot back then. Like, Man, he was uh, he was pretty fucked up. Oven dodger, Allison Brie. Oh man, which is like one of the most beautiful women in the entire planet and like one of the funniest and one of the nicest um 
Do you think people would have liked Captain Marvel better if it wasn't Brie Larson, but it was Allison Brie? Allison, just a different Brie. Yeah. What, um, what do you What do you think? Do you think people would have liked Captain Marvel a little bit better if it was Allison Brie? I from Community instead of Brie Larson from she also was in Community. Um. um maybe, I maybe she would have. The thing about, and this is kind of like a totally side topic thing, but it's like, because um, I remember watching a video where somebody was like, yeah, it's like Brie Larson, like even when she does like interviews and stuff, it's like she just kind of, she makes you feel uncomfortable because of like, she does, it's like she's kind of bad in interviews and like she, she's like apparently difficult to work with. Because there was even people that were like, maybe she shouldn't be in Captain Marvel 2. Maybe you guys should like you know like recast, uh, you know Carol no, Danvers. They should, no, they and my thing is is like I mean I mean maybe she's not like the greatest in doing interviews, but but I'm like but that doesn't really affect her performance. That's just that's like when she does, you know like when she she goes on like late night shows and and like when she does like those um uh, things for like. Uh, what is it um, like those uh, TV shows and stuff uh, was like Access Hollywood and all that kind of stuff where it's like she'll do like the things where they're like tell me about your character and you know trying to do like you know just like publicity stuff and people were like yeah she's she's kind of like you know she's kind of a pain in the ass to work with and she you know she kind of is a little bit too feminist sometimes and because I kept hearing that and I was like I was like Wait, are people just like do they just not know how to... They don't know how to take her interviews? Like, they think that she's just being a bitch and she's, like, overtly feminist? Or are you just projecting that shit onto her? Because I'm like, you hear this stuff from some people where they're like, yeah, she's a pain in the ass. Get rid of her. You know, just recast her. Or some, You know, just bring somebody else in to be Carol Danvers. The only thing I heard and about... I'm like, the only thing I heard about her being recast is they wanted, like, uh, Captain Marvel to be trans. That's the only thing I've ever heard. But the character of Carol Danvers isn't trans, though, is she? No. So, okay, this is one of those things. It's like, when you have... Captain Marvel has never, ever, 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 ever been trans. Right, yeah. Uh, I was like, I didn't remember that. I'm like, I know you know those comics better than I do, so I was like, I'm going to run that by you. But the, the thing is... Like when, when I you're, say Shazam, one hundred percent trans. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just a kid. Um, it's just a kid. Uh, that would be, be really cool though. If, like they they did like the Zachary Levi thing. It's like oh I'm a, I'm, I'm actually trans trans Shazam. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like do, do you always have like uh, people that are like, well, you know, we like to see more like uh, trans and lesbian and gay characters and you know all the LGBTQ and like the whole alphabet of well, all no, that stuff. Because it's the smallest percentage of you know the population, so they're actually right. the smallest percentage of people that actually watch movies. Right. So whenever you do those characters, I just feel like. You're not actually doing any characters justice. Because you need to have, like, trans people writing new characters. Right. 
Well, it's like um, they had uh, some of the, I think it was like those Marvel characters uh, that are like uh, that they introduced in the comics, and like uh, one of them is, is called Snowflake because it's like a take on the whole liberal snowflake thing. And they have another character called like Safe, like Safe Space, and then they have like another character that I think and is supposed to be trans. Oh man, are you are you, are you anti-Semitic now? Or have you become what the fuck is in that alcohol you've been drinking? Is that some Nazi beer? Oh god damn it! Fucking Nazi ass beer. Mel Gibson. God. Yeah. Now you're anti-Semitic now because Shit. you drank all that bullshit. Oh, no, 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 no. There's some Jeselnik in there. I'm good. <laughs> Speaking of which, we never said what beer we were drinking because uh, we were too busy drinking it and having it's fun. Georgia. Uh, but this is uh, Monday Night Brewing. Not related to Monday Night Raw because that is uh, dead now. That's This would be shit, right, if it was... If this was Monday Night Raw, it'd be shit. It would just, it would just taste like, um... Funyuns and condoms. Oh, yeah. I guess that is what failure tastes like. <laughs> that is what failure tastes like. Funyuns and condoms. Oh, God. Yeah, because if you're sucking on the condom, you're not... You know, you're not doing it right. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're probably gonna have to end after this because I don't know if we can top that shit. Uh, and this has been beyond the. Uh, well, let me get to finish the beer. Uh, we'll finish it. Okay, so it's Monday jug, night brewing. Jug, jug, jug. Oh, <laughs> no, I already finished that shit. It's long gone. It's in my belly. Uh, so this is uh, the Drafty Kilt Scotch Ale from Monday Night Brewing Company uh, from Atlanta, GA. Um, Atlanta, it Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Does it say the uh, alcohol percentage? <laughs> no, that would be Australia. This is 7.2% alcohol. That's why I'm feeling it after only three cans. This is 7.2% alcohol. That's why I feel way more fucked up than I normally would be at this point. Is that ties on the thing? Yeah, it's uh, ties with um, Scottish tartan uh, print on them. Yeah, Scar- Scottish are a little tartan. <laughs> it's a good beer, though. Like, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Like a two and a half? You think a three? It's very delicious. I'm saying three out of three. Three? This is very good, right? It's good. Mainly very be- smooth. Mainly because I can barely speak. Right? <laughs> it's a good taste, and right now, my head is buzzing. <laughs> so I'm going I'm, I'm actually going to try some of this uh, Smirnoff seltzer real quick, also. Right, we're going to pimp out the smelt, the, the smell smelter. <laughs> the smelter. The smelter. Zero uh, percent uh, sugar. Eight hundred. Are you you're spilling it out? It's 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 really full. Uh, he's literally spilling it on the carpet. How does the seltzer taste? Tastes like funyuns and cows. <laughs> kind of like water. <laughs> With some bubbles. 
No bubbles. I don't even taste bubbles. I just taste water. Almost. I thought salts were supposed to be bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. It's got, a, it's got a slight taste to it. I would say out of the seltzers, it's probably the best, though, because, you know, I can barely taste it instead of tasting <laughs> all the ass in it. Because usually the other seltzers are 100% ass. <laughs> so Smirnoff seltzer. <laughs> Smirnoff seltzer. It's, it's all it's a seltzer and like 0% ass. ass. And not the good ass, like Aubrey Plaza or Ellie Kemper or Emma Stone. This is... <laughs> Badass, like Cardi B or something. Cardi B or Rebel Wilson or Rebel Wilson. Oh god. Oh man, it's like, look, if I'm gonna drink ass, it needs to be some like Nicki Minaj kind of ass, you know? Which I thought it was funny how like uh, I'll pass on the Nicki Minaj ass. I'm drinking it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the flavor supposed to be of that? Well, tastes like a redhead. <laughs> so like cinnamon or something then or No, actually it doesn't taste doesn't taste like much like any of it. Yeah, kind of cherry. Cherry ish. Ish. A cherry ish. Blue raspberry, but that's not a real thing. <laughs> Raspberries aren't blue. Raspberries aren't blue. Raspberries aren't blue. <laughs> you sickened me with your lies, Smirnoff. Yeah. It's like, it tastes like blue raspberry. It's like, that, that raspberries aren't blue. Right. Well, like, Steel Reserve, they have blue ras. They have blue ras. That's not even a real thing, so they can get away with it. Oh, because it's not raspberry. They don't say this is blue raspberry. This is blue ras. Like, this is blue ras. That could be anything. That could be whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they figure out the secret. They're smarter than Smirnoff. They're, they're like, this is blue raspberry, and they say, like, well, for one, raspberries aren't blue. And for two... <laughs> Tastes like cherry. Tastes like the first two things. It, it tastes like cherry and citrus. I don't know what blue <coughs> raspberry would taste like. <laughs> because it doesn't exist. Because it's not a real thing. Right. <laughs> it would be like just putting something on a can, like, oh yeah, here's you a can of alcohol. This is blue watermelon. It's like watermelons aren't blue. And then you'd just be like looking at it, and be like. Um, okay. Yeah, the watermelon itself is actually, I mean, it's, you know, green on the outside, pink on the inside. It's red. Well, yeah, red. <laughs> <laughs> red, pink. <laughs> a, pink is a shade of red, so I was close. Fifty shades of red. Fifty <laughs> shades of red. I can't believe I said pink. I know it's red. And I said pink anyway. <laughs> well, we can probably go ahead and get it there. Yeah. I don't Before know if we... Before we go straight up full retard. <laughs> Never go full retard. That is... That and is also, uh, since this is like a non-traditional episode, we the reason we did this is because we want Star Wars to get better. Whether you retcon fucking three movies... Or you retcon fucking nine movies and say, fuck it, go back to the start. 
We want Star Wars to be better, and we don't want to have a bunch of bullshit surrounding it. We just want to have good people making good stories and fucking badass characters. Stop. Is that so hard to ask for? So what we're trying to say is stop being so garbage. Yeah. And let's let's be better. Exactly. And let's actually, you know, put some more black people in Star Wars. Right. Because, God, Star Wars is so white. <laughs> I'm white. Thank God Donald Glover was in Solo, because I'm fuck. white, but sometimes I'm just like, man, this movie is so white. Right. I'm tired of looking at white people sometimes. Like, I'm not saying don't put white people to movies either. Like like some white people try to like over like look I'm 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 with the times. I'm trying to say I don't even want to see white people. It's like no, I'm not that. I'm just saying let's let's throw. I'm not I'm not just saying like let's throw a bunch of black people. I, I want to see like you know I want to see Asians and you know <coughs> Mexicans and Spanish people and you know I want to see everything. Right. You know, I just don't want to see one thing. And that's not just because it's like, oh, you're trying to be with the times. You're, you're trying like, to no. be woke, bro. It's like, no, I want to see, like, Ollie Wong in more movies. Like, Ray Park and, you know, Ray Parker in more movies and stuff like that. Like, I, I want to see yeah all these good people. A Star Wars with Zoe Saldana. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, that, that'd be cool. Put Aubrey Plaza in there. Let's, let's get some shit A going. Fucking Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah, as She-Hulk. Right. <laughs> now. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, fucking, let's get Ken Jong in Star Wars. I would love to see Ken Jong in Star Ken Wars. Ken Jong. Wouldn't it be funny if they actually... If they put Ken Jong in one of these movies and he's like a space doctor? Wouldn't that be some shit? That'd be badass. That would be pretty awesome. That'd be badass if Ken Jong can get Mandalorian because he knows Pedro Pascal now. Oh, yes. we Okay, um, hashtag put Ken Jong in Mandalorian. Let's get yeah, that shit and trending. Have him, like, maybe even, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like fixing Mando up in one of the, uh, like yeah, fixing his wounds up and stuff yeah, after fix, a after a fight, like after a battle or something, and then just have him like explaining like some type of bad virus that's going around, and it's like you know he's actually talking about COVID, but in, like in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> because that that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, this has been beyond the uh, Star Wars, beyond beyond the hate, beyond the Star Wars. Well, I don't know beyond what this the, this is not a the, traditional the, episode. The wars of. Many the. This is the this is the Kathleen Kennedy wars. The Kathleen Kennedy wars. Uh, and we're on the John Favreau side. The Favreau side. Because we want John Favreau, Favreau to kick side. ass. So, uh, yeah. Hashtag I'm with Favreau. I'm with Favreau. <laughs> right. If there is a civil and war in Lucasfilm, he's a white male, just because he's he's more diverse than Kathleen Kennedy. And it's clear. It's clear as day. You can watch Mandalorian until he's got talent. Hell, you can watch all the Kathleen shit that he's Kennedy done in the MCU. Kathleen Kennedy would have never casted Gina Carano. Jon Favreau would have. So, yeah. make your decision on who you want to run Star Wars. And I think it's you know either Favreau or, I don't know, Quentin Tarantino or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, did you imagine the Tarantino Star Wars universe? Holy shit. Like I need to get John Travolta in this bitch. I need to get some Tim Roth. <laughs> need to get Harvey some Samuel Kytel. L. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Oh, Harvey Keitel is a fucking like a like as a Jedi. That would be the shit. Oh man, he'd fucking kill it. 
Harvey Keitel would kill that shit. Oh, man, shit. we're going to ramble for days. But this yeah. has been Beyond the something. Beyond the Hate Star Wars rant, Ramble Edition? I don't ramble, know. Rambling Man Edition. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, Sometimes you gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> or the Lindsay Lohan home you, uh, version, you gotta know when to suck them and know when to fuck them. <laughs> Fucking all the music! <laughs> Is this Thunderstruck? <laughs> This is ridiculous! 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 This is rid